The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety I thought that weekend would never end. Man, fortunately, here we are back on Monday. Uh, the greatest day of the week, right? Because that means you got the full work week ahead of you. So much fun to be had. And a lot to talk about, uh, including a gold star conversation with uh, Donald Trump and another gold star mom, uh, where he handled it, I think, beautifully. He had, It was so appropriate. It was sympathetic. He was he he didn't ask the question that um, the other gold star mom ac- accused him of asking or saying the the sentence that he was accused of saying, which is, uh, well, he knew what he was signing up for. Didn't say that to this. So it kind of leads you to believe I'm sure he says about the same thing every time. So I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. We'll play that for you. See what you think. Also, Tom Steyer, who is a billionaire. Made his money in oil. <laughs> and now he's a big global warming nut. Uh, he's also a huge progressive and all about progressive uh, policies and progressive candidates. He, uh, he has an ad out where he's advocating for impeachment of the president of the United States. Uh, that's somewhat interesting because, I mean, what are you going to impeach him for? Here's the ad that he's running right now. He's brought us to the brink of nuclear war, obstructed justice at the FBI, and in direct violation of the Mm. Constitution. He's taken money from foreign governments and threatened to shut down news organizations that report the truth. Okay, what foreign governments did he take money from? Wait a minute, that's news to me. What foreign governments is he taking money from? I mean, all of them, right? And that didn't bother them during the Bill Clinton administration. He took plenty of money from the Chinese and sold secrets to them against the Constitution. That's what he should have been impeached for, uh, but wasn't. And nobody had a problem with it then. So I'd like to know what, what government is he accepting money from? If that isn't a case for impeaching and removing a dangerous president, then what has our government become? (laughs) I'm Tom Steyer. And like you, I'm a citizen who knows it's up to us Mm -hmm. to do something. Yeah. It's why I'm funding this effort to raise our voices together and mm. demand that elected officials take a stand on impeachment. Okay, wow. A Republican Congress once impeached a president for far less. Yet today, people in Congress and his own administration know that this president is a clear and present danger. Yeah, that doesn't... He's mentally unstable and armed with nuclear weapons. Mm-hmm. And they do nothing. Armed with nuclear weapons. Join us. And tell your member of Congress that they doesn't have a moral responsibility to stop doing what's political. And start doing what's right. Oh, because this is not political. Our country at all. depends on it. Okay. Uh, he is pathetic. We featured him uh, during our serials, and he was one of the billionaires that we featured. Uh, he's he's a real piece of work. Tom Steyer, full of hypocrisy and nonsense. Guy doesn't know what he's talking about, frankly. And he was challenged. Fortunately, somebody in the news media actually asked him 
Uh, well, on what grounds are you going to impeach him? You list some things, but they're not impeachable offenses. What grounds do you believe Trump should be impeached? Because it has to be more than a belief mm -hmm. of clear and present danger or right. access to nuclear weapons. Right. He has violated his trust to the Constitution and to the American people by firing James Comey. No, no, moron. He hasn't violated his trust to the American people because he, the, the, the head of the FBI serves at the pleasure of the president. And the president can fire the head of the FBI at any time for whatever reason he deems necessary. So, knock it off. I mean, it's just ridiculous. He clearly obstructed justice. That is the no, uh, no, historical basis for impeaching a president. Uh, no. But, but there are parameters in which the, the president does have the authority to hire and fire the FBI director. Right. Yes, but obstructing justice is not one of them. Yeah, that's not why he... F that's That's got to be the reason he fired him. He. That's not the reason he fired him. You might think that was the result of the guy being fired... But there was somebody who took his place, and the investigation continued. What are you talking about obstructing justice? Oh, these people. <laughs> and again, you know, even though I'm not that big a fan of the president of the United States, try to give him the benefit of the doubt, but these idiots just push you closer to him all the time. <laughs> it's, it's agonizing. Well, we talked about this on Friday, right? That yes. No matter, I mean, the... The more they go after him and the more they try to, to pile onto him, the more you're like, wait. The more no, you want to defend him. We, the, no, yes. that's not right. right. I mean, he does enough stuff on his own yes. to get beat up with. Well, it was, it was like Obama uh, and, the, and the not being born in the United States thing. There was so much against Obama. There was so much Marxism and socialism and... Stuff from his past that we never found out about. Still to this day, haven't seen his college records. Don't know a lot about Barack Obama. We don't know his grades. We don't know what he studied. We don't know any of those things. And and so when people brought up the birth certificate, it was like, please, we don't need that. It sounds ludicrous. It is ludicrous because even if he was born in Kenya, his mom was an American citizen so he would have been covered under that. Now, some people think it's only the dad, but that's not the case. It doesn't say that in the Constitution. So even if he'd been born in Kenya, a lot like uh, John McCain being born in Panama, well, his, his parents were American, so he's an American citizen. Same with Obama. And, and we just tried to get through to people. Like, we don't need that. First of all, it's not true. Secondly, it doesn't help, and you just make us look crazy, and it discredits everything else we say about him. And he learned that fast enough. Sure so did. That that's why so, he used it all the time. That's right. That's exactly right. Nobody talked more about the birth certificate than Barack Obama. <laughs> he brought it up every chance he oh. got. I mean, it's it was pathetic. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three eight 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 nine hundred three three nine three. CNN has put out. Quite an interesting commercial about fake news. Um, I, I guess it, they must be feeling the effects of the fake oh, news thing. They have to be. To respond this way, they got to be feeling it. And feeling it pretty significantly would be my guess. Uh, because listen to, listen to the ad. And if, you, if you're watching on TV, uh, yeah, I don't think we have it, uh, the, the video. But 
if you see the the video, there's not much to it. There's just an apple on the screen, and then the words appear underneath the apple. Here's what's said. This is an apple. Mm-hmm. Some people might try to tell you that it's a banana. Picture that in your mind's eye. They might scream right. banana, banana, banana over and over and over again. Uh-huh. They might put banana in all caps. Oh. You might even start to believe that this is a banana. <laughs> but it's not. Really? This mm-hmm. it's an, is an, an apple. apple. Right. See? Right, yeah. It's an apple. See? It's not a banana. That's good. So, so obviously, that that's an apple. And this is a finger. <laughs> it is sometimes called the finger. Some people might say it's a bird. But Some people might say you're flying the bird. But no, it's just a finger. I mean, <laughs> CNN is pathetic. They're one of the biggest purveyors of, of the hands-up-don't-shoot phenomenon, which never happened. You talk about fake, fake news and, right. and saying an apple is a banana. That was it. I mean, they, they were behind that whole narrative and that whole lie. How about the fake news that they continue to spread that there's 92 separate genders or the fake news that your gender can be fluid or the fake news that what grows in the womb of a woman is anything other than human life? How about that fake news? Everybody knows that's fake. That's not real. And yet you'll certainly go on the air with Planned Parenthood and their nonsense and every Democrat congressman and senator that says that. It's pathetic. Talk about calling an apple a banana. I mean, they're, they're experts at that. Meanwhile, speaking of this, the United Kingdom is opposed now, the UK's government is opposed to the term pregnant women. And according to a report in the Sunday Times in London, they're encouraging the UN to use more inclusive terms like pregnant people. What? <laughs> Instead of pregnant women as verbiage in a new treaty. Officials in the UK claim that the term pregnant women excludes pregnant transgender people. According to the Times, uh, the Foreign and Commonwealth Office voiced opposition to the term pregnant women in a statement to the UN International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. You know that's a great group. You know they're working hard. (laughs) You know they're working hard for all citizens of the world. Thank you. (laughs) Listen to the name of that. The United Nations International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. Oh, jeez. You might as well call it the the UN's Communist Party. (laughs) I think that's what it says. I think it does. Which says that a pregnant woman must be protected and must not be subjected to the death penalty. A proposed amendment changes the term pregnant women to pregnant people so as to avoid excluding transgender people who have given birth. If you've given birth, you're a woman. You're not transgendered. You're a woman. I mean, I honestly believed up until this point that by saying pregnant women, everybody who could be pregnant was included. <laughs> you know? But I have an open but mind. You are wrong. I, I have an open mind. If if they can show me just one instance of someone other than a woman giving birth to a child. I'm willing to change my language. Oh my God. I'll change the verbiage so to now, pregnant people. So now the, Show apple, me one. the apple is a banana, huh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> to them, yes. <laughs> it's not transgendered if you've given birth. You're a woman if you've given birth. No men can do that. 
And when you change your sex, you can't do that. No matter what. You passed. No matter whether you go from man to woman or woman to man, you can't give birth then. Okay? So there's no need to tr- change change pregnant women to pregnant people to include transgender. <laughs> oh, it's just agonizing, that is isn't it? Amazing. It is absolutely that is agonizing. Ne- it's never ending. Never it, ending it, with this crowd. It's every day. It's something so ludicrous. You can't even you can't even believe what you're looking at. And so and so it'll pass. They'll just, it'll be so crazy. Oh, it will. People will say, "You know the UN oh, will camp Oh, it'll be fine. Just you run know it. they'll cave Absolutely. into that. Absolutely, it'll be part of it. And don't worry about it. it. Doesn't mean anything. It's just trying to be inclusive. It doesn't really mean anything. When a G person, person, a G X I, when that person, that gender gives birth, then you you got me. Then I'll say, okay, yeah, let's make it pregnant people. All right. <laughs> when a man gives birth to a human child, then I'll say, oh. You got me. I'm completely wrong. Change it to pregnant people. In the meantime, I think we ought to to stick with pregnant women. That's probably the case. Oh, man. Um, We all know big government is at the root of a lot of our problems. And and so is one world government like the UN. And there, there are mobile companies. The big mobile phone companies are funding these efforts. And it might be unbeknownst to you. You might not even realize that the money you're giving to all of these big corporations, they're putting it into the pockets of organizations like Planned Parenthood, advocating for sanctuary cities and gun control. And it doesn't have to be that way. I know you're probably thinking, well, yeah, but I can't lose my coverage. I I love the coverage. You'll get the same nationwide coverage, the same places, with unlimited talk, text and data for a much better price and in fact right now unlimited talk and text starts at just 20 bucks a month 20 dollars per month completely unheard of i mean some of us are paying 200 300 400 a month depending on how many lines you have so how do you change it how do you put the money into the pocket of organizations you believe in without any paying any extra because patriot mobile will Fund, they'll take five up to 5% of your monthly bill, and they'll fund traditional family values and religious freedom with it. So give them a call today at 888-800-1800-APATRIOT. That's 1-800-APATRIOT. Or check out their website at patriotmobile.com slash pat. That's patriotmobile.com slash pat. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. Returns. Welcome. 888-900-3393 with your thoughts on whatever is going on today. Uh, we do have some interesting audio from Donald Trump talking to a widow. She released this phone call. She recorded it and she released it to the press. And this is interesting um, because, well, you be the judge of this phone call. This is uh, Donald Trump speaking to a widow about what a great hero her husband was. Take a look. I am so sorry to hear about the whole situation. What a, what a horrible thing, except that he's an unbelievable hero. And 
you know, all of the people that served with him are saying how incredible he was. Yes, sir. And uh, just an amazing, an amazing guy. And I oh, I want to thank you, um, President Trump. Those words are very kind. He was an amazing man, an amazing husband, and an amazing soldier. And uh, I, I couldn't be more proud of my husband than I am right now, sir, to be honest with you. Um, it's what my husband wanted to do. Yeah. Everyone told me how great. I mean, he's like, he was the leader. He was the, he was the boss. He was Yes, he's just an all-around guy, and um, I, I'm glad that you got to get to know a little bit about him and get to hear a little bit about him, sir. Um, my husband is, uh, to me, he was already my hero, to be honest with you. We've been together 15 years, five children. Um, run down real quick, 2017, 15, 12, and 4. My son is currently um, in college in Missouri playing football, so when I say all-around, a hero, yes, and but now it's like the world gets to know he is an American hero. So thank you, I really, really appreciate it. I really do, sir. Thank you. That is so. That's so amazing. It's so amazing. And I'll tell you, when you're around, if you could, you know the people to deal with. But if you're around in Washington, you come over and see me at the Oval Office, okay? Yes, sir. You just come over and see me because you are just the kind of family. This is what we want. Well, I mean. That's appropriate. It's kind, sympathetic. You don't hear anything inappropriate there. At least I certainly didn't. Uh, it does lead you, lead you to believe, at least it leads me to believe, that he's in the right with this. Although, you know, again, it's a gold star family, so leave him alone. Just let him say what they want to say. You know, you can go after the congresswoman if you want, I guess, because she's a joke. I right. mean, she's like a clown congressperson. I mean, in, in the cowboy, take off the cow. You're from Florida. What are you doing with a cowboy hat all the time? Stop it. Stop. You're appropriating my culture. I'm from the West. I'm from a cowboy state. And you, Frederica Wilson, are appropriating my culture. I want it to stop with the cowboy hat wearing. Hey, how come that's okay? Why is that okay? Why is nobody saying that? That's a good, that's a good point. She's appropriating my stinking culture. How dare you? How dare you insult me that way? That's not okay, Frederica. How dare you? But, you know, if you want to take on Frederica Wilson, that's fine. But, I mean, the Gold Star family should be left alone. And even that is starting to push it because she's so tied with the Gold Star family. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know what else to do other than just leave it alone. And that's something that he finds difficult to do. You think <laughs> he he finds that very difficult yeah, to do? I, I think. Although he I will does. tell you, Huckabee Sanders <laughs> did have a good slam on her on uh, on, Frederica. on Frederica. Yeah, by calling uh, well down in the south we call that all hat no cattle. That's good. So that's a good line. That's good. That's a good line. Is she from Texas? That's kind of a Texas saying. Seems like down south, right? I mean, this yeah. is wherever wherever her dad is. Where's dad? All from? hat no cattle. That's a that's like a Rick Perry sort yeah, of yeah. Sure is saying. Sure is. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also breaking uh, this weekend is this huge story about Bill O'Reilly. Man, uh, Glenn had him on a show right before uh, this particular program on the Blaze Radio and Television Network. And I, I, I don't know what to say about Bill O'Reilly other than he doesn't seem like the guy that's sexually harassing people. For, for a settlement 
of $32 million to somebody. You wouldn't think that anyone would settle that unless there was something really bad behind it. $32 million? How, That's a lot of money. How is it possible? I mean, I know million- that, that kind, That much money, you would have had to... You would have had to be really despicable to right? make. Yeah, it, I mean, it was, that goes beyond. There's no other hey, way to think about that. Do you want to go out with me? Hey, uh, you know, a squeeze on the butt as she goes by. Right. That goes way beyond any of that, right? I, I, I mean, you, you would think you thirty-two think so? million is like serious physical abuse. I mean, if uh, if hey, you're hot means thirty-two million dollars. Uh Man, people can say that to me all day long, (laughs) and they do. (laughs) Up until this point, I've been tolerant, but no. Now that I know thirty-two million dollars settlements are possible, I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. I've got to stop calling all these women telling me how hot I am, and all these guys like Jeffy every day is what I have to deal with. And uh, (laughs) thirty. Now, here's the thing. Megan Kelly kind of said something that leads you to believe there is substance to this that that maybe O'Reilly's involved and they're really they're good friends and she has written him notes that say as much as hey you're really you're great you've been a good friend to me and so I I don't know what Megan's doing I don't know if this is all trying to fit in at NBC maybe that's what she has to do to survive over there I don't know I mean maybe that's it but what I heard her say and talk about didn't really have anything to do with the. No, it's a, her deal was with Roger Ailes, right? She was yeah. sexually harassed, she said, by Roger Ailes, and she was and she was just mad that O'Reilly wasn't going to go after the company, right, and and be happy that yes. they were going to attack. And her O'Reilly him. didn't want to besmirch the company, so, you know, any more than it was already being attacked, and so it's kind of understandable. And then. Okay, so the person who supposedly got the $32 million settlement is Lise Wheel. Lise Wheel is the attorney that used to be on Fox all the time. And all she's the been time. gone for, what, maybe a year? But she was on she was on Fox and Fox Business all the time. Well, yeah, she was on she was O'Reilly's on, show yeah, all the time. She would do radio hits. I mean, we used to have her on in the morning show for, for all the time. Yep. So Lise Wheel has made a sworn affidavit. And it states this. Now, again, she's the one, according to the New York Times, that Bill O'Reilly paid $32 million out of his own pocket, which I don't think is even possible. Yes, Bill makes a lot of money. He made, I don't know, $20 million a year and then signed for $25 million. But he didn't even start making that yet. And I, I don't think there's any way that he has that kind of money where he could pay somebody $32 million out of his own account. That's a lot. That's like billionaire money to it be sure able to is. throw that kind of money around. Yeah, I mean, even President Trump has a tough time getting together $30 million. Yes. Yeah. So here's, here's the affidavit from Lise Wheel. She writes, Lise Wheel, being duly sworn, deposes and states under the penalty of perjury. Number one, I've known Bill O'Reilly for over 18 years. We've worked together. We've socialized. And on occasion, I gave him legal advice. Two, At the end of 2016, I hired counsel who prepared a draft complaint asserting claims against Bill O'Reilly. We have since resolved all of our issues. I would no longer make the allegations contained in the draft complaint. If you've done something $32 million worth of sexual harassment, I don't think you let that go away. No, you. 
How could you? Additionally, over the years, while I was acting as Bill O'Reilly's counsel, he forwarded to me certain explicit emails that were sent to him, and any advice sought or rendered is attorney-client privileged, confidential, and private. I have no claims against Bill O'Reilly concerning any of those emails or any of the allegations in the draft complaint. Also, I've reached an accommodation with Fox News regarding the termination of my employment. I have no claims against Fox News. Does that sound like a woman wow. who was sexually harassed by Bill O'Reilly and and received thir- maybe maybe she was so happy with the thirty-two million dollar settlement she's like yeah, but this is under penalty of perjury. She could go to jail if this is a lie. She's an attorney. She'd be disbarred. Wow. I don't know. Your thoughts. 888-900-3393. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. I think I've told this story on the air before. Uh, when I first came to work at uh, Clear Channel in Houston, I had a uh, producer that she was there uh, after the last morning show was fired or left. I, I, I forget what happened there, um, but she was there just kind of manning the chair, holding down the fort until such time as. I reached agreement with the station, and then everybody knew that I was going to be doing mornings at, at KPRC in Houston. And uh, so I came down there with the understanding. Everybody knew she was going to be the, the producer. And, uh, and so she worked as the producer for three weeks, three weeks okay. and then quit. And then sued the she station. She was so difficult to work with, too, by the way. Sued the station uh, for sexual harassment or... or um, discrimination i think it was discrimination because she, she didn't claim any sexual harassment she claimed that because of her right. sex she she didn't get the job against discriminated right. so she was discriminated against and everybody knew it wasn't true including her she absolutely knew it was not true and we prepared for that lawsuit for months and i'll bet clear channel spent you know hundreds of thousands of dollars defending themselves and then on the day of the trial, when everybody was set to uh, go and testify, take time off of work and, and go to the courthouse and prepared uh, tell our it. side, uh, they settled. And they only gave her $25,000. But I was pissed because you shouldn't give her a dime. I had the Everybody sa- knew. Oh. Don't give her a dime. So this $32 million thing right. really blows me away. I mean, I had that same experience with an automobile accident that well, at least this one was not my fault. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, they ended up suing. And I, was, I fought with my insurance company for months. Don't pay this guy. Do right. not pay this guy. The claim is false. We went covered mm-hmm. everything. And finally, they're like, look. Jeff, it's not going to hurt your insurance. We want this off our table. We're going to give the guy That's the, the 16000 mm-hmm. and we're going to be done with it. Okay? So just calm down. And I'm still pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And 
well, there's been other instances much more recent. Uh, and I get the idea. I involving get the- this company where people have sued. And uh, we fought it hard. Fought hard. And then in the end, after spending millions of dollars, You're going to end up settled. either spending millions more or yes. getting it off the table. That's right. And, and, and usually the big corporations, Clear Channel or whoever it is, they just want it to go away. Yes. Just stop draining our system, will you please? And so they settle. And that's what happens okay, in, but, in a lot of these cases. But and thirty-two million dollars is yeah, a different deal. When you hear people get settlements for you know three million or five million, even fifteen million, you—it's a lot. Uh, all of those are a whole lot of money, and you still question maybe the validity, at least in my mind, that you know, <laughs> truth or not. Mm-hmm. But you start talking about thirty million dollars, thirty million dollars, man. It's tough to think that that person wasn't guilty. Yeah, because it's such a massive sum, you you, you think, well, nobody's going to pay that much for a false claim. Right. But you might. I don't know. And and I, guess. I think Bill says the, the number is a lie. Bill disputes yeah, that he figure. He seemed to think that it was. He said that he's he's only settled, Fox has only settled with him uh, three cases. And he did those to make them go away so his children wouldn't have to go through all this. And it was a total of $13 million. So that's that, a, he did give a total of thirteen million. Yeah, he he's oh wow he said thirteen million. Okay, and and so I think that's the sum total of what he claims was was settled against him. So that's a far cry wow. from thirty two million. That sure is because because now New York Times has taken that thirteen million number and adding it to the thirty two, and now they're saying that his sexual harassment claims cost Fox and him forty five million dollars. Right. Wow. That's a lot of money. And I don't, you know, I just don't, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Corey in Arkansas. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, I'd like to make the uh, close between the uh, Salem witch trials and what's going on today with PC. Uh, like you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're a homophobe. It just seems like everybody's crying witch. Yeah. Yes, it does, doesn't it? It does yes, have it that does. feel to it. Uh, definitely. It's a good point. Thanks, Corey. Um, and... You know, if they were really witches, couldn't they have set themselves free? <laughs> I, always, I mean, you throw them in the river, and if they drown, they're not a witch. Or right. if they swim, they are. I, I right. don't know. I, it's something weird yeah, about that. But the that. real witches actually just pretended to drown. <laughs> but the real witches would, you know, cast a spell and disappear. Right. Wouldn't they? Yes, they would. Or get on a broom and fly. Uh, but uh, I don't, <laughs> so. apparently... Apparently, the Puritans didn't think of that. <laughs> Real uh, witches can't fly on a broomstick, silly. I guess not. Uh, Sean in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on. Um, so the big point that I'm seeing with all of this is where did the $32 million number come from, number one? Mm-hmm. Is this, you know, obviously Bill can't speak to this at all himself, but where where is that number coming from and then secondly like has it been verified and validated what's the evidence right people yeah. it sounds like it's hearsay at this point in time it does yeah it's well it's coming from the new york times and they say that they have two sources who were briefed on the settlement so that's it's a little bit suspicious yeah, right there and that, that that's yes all, it is that's, that's more than that's secondhand that's like third or fourth yeah right? yep it's it's like playing telephone yes it it is and it's uh I, I, it's kind of disgusting that the New York Times would would run with this story with that kind of with that kind of proof. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Uh, and again, the affidavit is pretty telling. This is from Lee Wheel, 
supposedly the person who was sexually harassed by Bill. Uh, and she's sworn in under the, perj- under the penalty of perjury. And she says, I've known Bill O'Reilly for 18 years, worked together, socialized, and on occasion I've given legal advice. At the end of 2016, I hired a counsel who prepared a draft complaint asserting claims against Bill O'Reilly. So she does say there was a problem of some sort. Right. I don't know what that problem was. Maybe he said something. Maybe she misunderstood something. But she says, we have since resolved all of our issues. I would no longer make the allegations contained in the draft complaint. Now, could that be read as, well, that's because you were paid $32 million. So, of course, you're not going to make those claims anymore. That was part of the deal. I don't know. Maybe. Additionally, over the years, while I was acting as Bill O'Reilly's counsel, because they say that there were other really weird, like gay porn or something sent to her. And apparently, Bill got some icky emails that he didn't like, explicit emails. And he sought advice from her by, and sent these to her. And she says they were attorney-client privileged, confidential and private. I have no claims against Bill O'Reilly concerning any of those emails or any allegations in the draft complaint. Could that have been the original problem that they had? And then he explained to her, no, I was sending those because I wanted advice from you. I don't know. Also, I have reached an accommodation with Fox News regarding the termination of my employment. I have no claims against Fox News. Uh, and that was this was sworn on January 17th of this year. So what more do you need? I, I mean, I guess you could you could read this in a couple of different ways. You could say, well, yes, she's no, no longer making the allegation because she was paid $32 million. Right. That makes perfect sense. It's over sense. we're done. Yes. Or you could also read this like he explained to me what he really meant and I wouldn't. I realized it wasn't sexual harassment. You could read it that way, too. Yeah, you could. And that's the way I choose to read it, because I like Bill. <laughs> and I, just, and I, don't, I don't believe he did this. It, it just seems out of character for him. We I went mean, on, the Bill O'Reilly we know. Yeah, wouldn't do this. I mean, he's, he's a smart businessman, and first of all, he knows that if, if he's sexually harassing women, he's not going to last very long. He's right. smart enough to know that that will get him into trouble. And I, we never saw one inkling of any of that going on when we, took, when we went on tour with him four or five different times across the country. We, we went on tour with Bill a bunch of times, and he was a perfect gentleman in every case. Uh, and usually, if, if you're guilty of sexual harassment, you don't turn that on and off like a spigot. You just are who you are. Yeah, and I mean we've seen evidence of that with the in the Weinstein case, right? I mean people yes. have talked about how uh, that's, that was just Harvey. That right. was just Harvey. He was just you know he was such right. a big mouth and such a a, a a mean person that when people started to complain about his sexual harassments, we just thought, oh, that's just they just don't like Harvey. They just like him because he's such a he's such a mean guy. Yeah. Well, no, he's such a mean guy because that's that's the who he guy is. He is. Yeah. That's that's who he is. That's what he does. He can't help himself. And so, by being able to turn it on and off like that, I don't think anyone can do that. At I don't think not, so. Not for an extended period of time. Yeah. You know, obviously, you could pull it off for you know short periods of time, but you just don't do that around a lot of people and be able to not show your. Show yourself. Mm-hmm. Just don't. You just can't. 
Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Mike in Kentucky, trust, you're on the blaze. Hi. Trust me. <laughs> hey Pat, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Hey, uh, I had a quick uh, comment about the whole lease wheel situation, and uh, from a legal point of view, she made a declarative statement, basically stating that yes, I'm an attorney. Yes, I represented this man. Yes, we worked together, mm-hmm. and yes, at one point we had a claim against him and against Fox. But I'm making this declarative statement stating that we're all good friends now, and uh, we've settled, and there's no longer any legal standing in court. So where did the 32 number come from? Because they went, they painfully went out of their way to make sure that they didn't disclose to the court record what that settlement offer or acceptance was. Right. Exactly. Um, I, I, that's kind of the question is where does the $32 million number come from? Does it come from Lise Wheel? Is she leaking that to somebody? I, I don't think so, based on the affidavit she signed. It, it doesn't... Well, that came from the, the, the Times, because when they yeah, made their original complaint, they would have had to ask for an amount. Yeah. But when you settle, that doesn't mean that that was the amount that you settled for in any way, shape, or form. And they, they went out of their legal way to make sure that they didn't disclose what that settlement was. And for her as an attorney to be able to say there is no legal standing in court against Bill O'Reilly or Fox from me or anybody in my employee. So, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of interesting. I think so. And since it's coming from her under penalty of perjury, I tend to believe her. Uh, so well, forget perjury. She could be disbarred. She could. Yes, be, she could. Yes. Uh, penalized by the by the court for filing a far, false uh, document. I mean, there's hundreds right. of things that she's facing underneath that. But I'd like to know where that money number came from, because it didn't come from any document that she legally filed with a court. You sound like you have some uh, legal knowledge. Are you an attorney? Yes, yes, I am. Okay. Uh, and so if if a client that had settled with a company, if a client of yours had settled with a company uh, for, you know, several million dollars, is is there any way that you would see fit to allow them to disclose that when they weren't supposed to? I mean, aren't they in danger of losing all of that money if they do it? Absolutely not. There's no way. First of all, I would never have allowed it to go into a situation where it was in civil court at all. I would have forced an arbitration, which would have kept it out of the court and public documents, which typically most of these corporations have arbitration uh, clauses in their contracts. And I'm sure Lee Wheel did with Fox News. So I would not have ever allowed it to go into the civil procedure in the first place. It would have gone to arbitration. But had they gone to civil court, Part of the agreement would have been a gag order or would have been a situation where the, uh, the agreement would not have been disclosed as per terms of the acceptance of the agreement. Yeah. And $32 million. I mean, have you ever heard of a, of a claim that high for a sexual harassment case? This is what I'm thinking, that they, that, that number, if we assume that that number is correct, mm-hmm. then I assume that I'm going to also assume that sexual harassment was not the only claim made yeah that's, i would think yeah. that it would probably be more along the lines of there was a, pure, a procurement situation going on at fox news where she tied it back into procuring individuals for perhaps roger ailes or other employment of fox and i would be willing to bet that if that were the actual settlement amount the majority of that was taken on by fox news oh it would have to be yeah. There's no way Bill has that kind of money. I mean, he's he's a rich guy. He's a millionaire, but he doesn't have that kind of money, I don't think. Well, so even if even if so, even if he had uh, all the money on the planet, releasing yeah. that number 
would have basically, in essence, destroyed his career. Right. So yes. that's what the Times are yes. trying to do, and that's right. where I see it coming from. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no one sees that and thinks that, uh, oh, well, that so what? That He could still be innocent. No way. You see that, well, he's guilty. It, a, a logical individual would have to assume, okay, well, if they settled for 32, then they were probably asking for 50, 60, 70, 80 million dollars. Yeah. Now, what's the likelihood that Jeez. you go to court with the proof to prove that, and you don't go to court right. because what idiot would walk away from 50 mil? Right. Right. Yeah. Good insight. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Triple eight nine hundred three three nine three with your thoughts. Uh, you know, when things are messed up inside your ear, Jeffy knows this. Uh, can really get uncomfortable, itchy, painful. You you can't hear things. Sounds like plugged up, like you're underwater. Yeah, your voice sounds strange to you. It's it's not good. I, it's not good at all. And you don't want to use cotton swabs, um, candles, any of those drugstore remedies. They don't work, and they're sometimes dangerous. Boy, no kidding. Somebody was telling me this morning about using a uh, uh, a clip, a like paper a, clip, a paper clip, a paper clip. Yeah, and and straightening it out and sticking that in there. Uh, uh, really no, bad thank idea. You. Hello. Uh, no. Uh, I can honestly eardrum. say I have never stuck a paper clip no, in no, my ear. That's silly. Um, that's why this is such a great system. It's the Wax RX Ear Wash System. Doctor developed, works safely, and it really works. Jeffy's done this himself, cleaned out his ears. Actually, like, came up with some debris uh, out of the ears that were clogged up. The drain pipes are now clear. He got three gerbils and a squirrel out of his ears. Uh, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. It came right out, though, right? They yes, they right, did. Right, right out of your canal. It came right out, just like that. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor developed. Wax RX system comes with everything you need. The, the wax softening drops, breaks down the stuff inside your ear. It has a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush everything away. Just follow the directions. You'll be really, fine. Easy. Yeah. really easy. Really uh, easy. It takes just a few minutes, and, and you're doing a lot better afterwards. So go to usewaxrx.com, use the promo code radio, and you'll get free standard shipping. Usewaxrx.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Follow Pat on Twitter at Pat Unleashed and send him your thoughts using the hashtag TellPat. The Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's interesting too how now all of a sudden the focus isn't on Hollywood anymore. Now it's squarely back on Bill O'Reilly, the conservative talk show host. That's interesting. It isn't is it? interesting how we've rolled that back. All isn't it? of a sudden we've deflected the attention from Hollywood where another director, writer, director James Toback who has received an Oscar nomination for Bugsy. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's been accused of sexual harassment by 38 women in a report published by the Los Angeles Times. Wow. 38 women. But we're not talking about that today. We're talking about Bill O'Reilly. In the report, many of the women allege that Toback approached them on the streets of New York City, promised stardom. His meetings would often end with sexual questions and... Toback doing things in front of them or simulating other things with them, and uh, they didn't appreciate it at all. And neither would no? I. No? No. Huh. 
72-year-old denied the allegations, saying he never met any of these women. Or if he had, it was for five minutes, and I have no recollection. I'll bet you don't. 31 of the women spoke on the record, including Louise Post, who's a guitarist and vocalist for the band Veruca Salt, and As the World Turns actress Terry Kahn. Actress Echo Dannon recalled an incident on the set of the film Black and White where Toback put his hands on her and said that... <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I, you can't even read the allegations <laughs> in Polite Company. <laughs> Jeez. So, so it wasn't, hey, I love you. No, it wasn't. Huh. Or say, hey, you look really good today. Uh, it wasn't one of those kinds of... Hey, I like your dress. It wasn't that. Uh, it was more uh, indifferent. <laughs> like this dress feels good. You know, it's, no, no, okay, no. So, so fortunately, yeah, we're not talking about James Toback. We're on, we're on Bill O'Reilly today. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three to here in Texas. Welcome. Uh, yeah. Uh, hey, Pat. Hey. Um, I think it's really important for people to remember what Bill O'Reilly. One of the things that he's best known for, and this might lend some credibility to his side of the story, and that is. For the last 20 years almost, he has been an advocate for Jessica's Law and trying to get it passed in every state, which Mm -hmm. he has been a a devout person uh, and protector of um, uh, children that have been abused um, uh, by sexual predators. And I find it really hard. I'm not saying that it's not possible, but I find it really hard to believe that for that long somebody um, could be – that adamant um i mean it was on his show sometimes every night yeah you know i've been watching him for the last 20 years yes and i just find it really hard to believe that he would be um uh the type of person that everybody is claiming he is like weinstein i just don't buy it and i'm i'm like you i'm gonna i'm good because i like him i I just don't believe it's true (laughs) (laughs) i don't either and you know, and I know him, and and it just doesn't seem like he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would do that. Now people no. surprise you all the time. Look at Jeffy. Of course, nobody's surprised. <laughs> but yeah, right. you can be shocked by people. But we have spent you know real quality time with him, and and time yeah. behind the scenes where nobody else would know. And he's exactly. he's never been anything but a gentleman. Uh, yeah, I I, I would uh, believe that absolutely wholeheartedly. Yeah. Appreciate the call. Thanks to here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Yeah, he's been an activist for for uh, children, for abused children, and of course he has talked about the fact that he settled these other claims, these three other claims that he admits to and says, "Yeah, I, I did. I settled with him because even though I didn't do anything wrong, I had to because I I didn't want my children to go through this." That's kind of understandable. Yeah, it is. I it, mean. I mean, because these things can drag on, and they'll just throw all kinds of mud at you in the press, and you know that would have happened, especially oh, with Bill O'Reilly. It's happening now. It's happening now, and uh, there's not a lot he can do about it right now. They're just trying to. I mean, it's amazing that the New York Times are still going after him, even though he's not on Fox anymore. They got him off Fox. That was the goal. Now apparently they just want to destroy. Any kind of business that he has going, including his uh, .com thing that's going on. Um, I think we have, do we have the fake news ad from uh, CNN? We'll, we'll play that for you uh, coming up here in a second because we have the video of it now. It's just, 
Uh, great? It's great, yeah. Is that what you're thinking? It's, it's exactly the word that I was looking for. Proves their point that <laughs> sure. uh, there's fake news out there? That there's fake news, yeah, because you can't, you can't look at the apple and believe it's a banana. And so that means that uh, that's what they're, they're, they're doing every day, and other people are calling it a banana, but no, it's an apple. Right. We're not. We're not going to say an apple's a banana. That's the other guy doing that. <laughs> <laughs> they also did a uh, a series on sexual harassment, where they investigated Clarence Thomas, but somehow in Ugh. this history of sexual harassment, Bill Clinton wasn't even Bill. Cl- what <laughs> sexual harassment? Bill Clinton? When did? No. When? Where? Who? How did that escape their attention? I don't know. Get into that coming up on the Blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hi. Welcome. Triple Eight, 93393. It is Pat Gray. Uh, CNN. Uh, we, we have the uh, video now for the CNN fake news commercial that they're running now to claim, I guess, that uh, the, the facts are first on CNN. We all know that. The facts are first. Here's, here's a look at their Apple ad. This is an apple. Yes, it Some is. Some people might try to tell you that it's a banana. Mm-hmm. They might scream banana, banana, banana over and over and over again. <laughs> they might put banana in all caps. You might even start to believe that this is a banana. No. But it's not. It's not. This is an apple. I see. And CNN is all about... first. All about facts first. They're all about that. first. Don't ever kid yourself. They, I mean, that hands up, don't shoot thing that they promoted. Well, they weren't facts, but they they heard somebody say it. And so they reported it. Uh, facts first. When you think of CNN, what do you think of? Oh, you think facts, facts first. first. That's what you think. I mean, I'm thinking Apple <clears throat> and facts first. Yeah, they're right now they're uh, doing the, they use the Weinstein controversy now, the Harvey Weinstein, as a catalyst for a retrospective on sexual harassment in politics. Oh, good. Uh, interestingly, though, missing from this look back at the worst politics has to offer is uh, the first black president, Bill Clinton. He's not ah. mentioned. <laughs> As we all know, Clinton, you know, he had That's really how many good. sexual harassment allegations did he have? Kathleen Willey accused him of groping. Paula Jones, Juanita Broderick, for the love of heaven, right. accused him of rape. Jennifer Flowers. Monica Lewinsky was, what, 21? when he, And he was 56? And used his power to get with her. And, you know, usually that's not cool for the press, for the mainstream media. When a powerful man who's much, much older, old enough to be her dad or grandfather, kind of coerces her into a sexual relationship. Usually that's not good. But they did cover the uh, Clarence Thomas and Anita Hill thing from 26 years ago. So that's great. Oh, good. Because that was such a horrific thing. Horrific. Supposedly he put... A hair on a Coke can. On a Coke can. Come on now. Could, I mean, that, that's just, that doesn't, it defies logic. It sure does. It defies any sort of, 
who would, first of all, that would hurt to pull it out. Secondly, you're going to think of that? What kind of warped mind? <laughs> the guy's a Supreme Court justice and one of the best of all time. What kind of warped mind would think of that? Hey, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> this will be real fun. I'm going to take one of my hairs from the nether regions and put it on a Coke can. That'll be funny. That'll be funny. Wait till she sees it. Are you it. kidding me? What? I, I didn't believe it at the time. It was nonsense at the time. And now, 26 years later, after you've seen, and, and there's been no indication that Clarence Thomas is anything but what we believe him to be. And that's a solid American uh, Supreme Court judge. And in a super conservative and good man, a moral man. Um, but it, well, let's talk about him and and not Bill Clinton. Well, per, maybe CNN. Now, look, let's we'll give CNN a break a little bit. Maybe you know, facts first. They're doing mm-hmm. this, but Bill Clinton would have made the uh, retrospective too long, so they're going to do Bill separate. You know, retrospective the Clinton years. Right, right. Yeah, let's uh, let's hold right? our breath and wait for that. <laughs> Because you know that's coming. Oh, no, they're working on that right now as we speak. Uh, no question about it. I mean, we've, you know, when, that's another thing we did during the serials. We talked about the Clinton years and we focused more Amazing. on Hillary. But if we would have touched on Bill Oof. a little bit more than we did, I mean, there, there's so much to talk about. I wish we would have. That would have Bill been a good Clinton. one. Yeah, it would have. I would have liked to have that information. <laughs> it I would. mean, we obviously have it, but when we were doing those serials, we. <laughs> Dove into a lot of information that uh, yeah. a lot of people forgot about, even us. And there was so much on Hillary. There was just so much on her. We couldn't fit it all in. And I, I had to do like Sophie's Choice on what to put right. in it and what not to. Because right. they could only be 15 minutes a day. We had an hour during the week to fill. <laughs> and I, uh, there was so much extra, we could have done another full week on we Hillary. We probably could have, yeah. And then a, a three weeks or a month on Bill. And, you know... Some of it is was kind of unsubstantiated, and, and anything that wasn't absolutely proven, we didn't even use. And so we didn't even go down the list of the 110 people they've murdered. <laughs> I think it's more than 110 now. I mean, we just had one not long ago, right, that added to the list. Yes. So, I mean, that list keeps, keeps growing. <laughs> Which is always fun to talk about, because I, I think they love that. Facts first. Facts first. Facts first. That's right. That's right. But the problem, and Bill Clinton is another example of someone uh, kind of, uh, you know, Weinstein-ish, is that, uh, you know, so yeah. so much of it is true that when everything gets piled on pretty soon, you're like, okay, now wait a second. It all can't be true, right? That's what you and, start and to think. Right. Yeah. Because if it is all true, then you're, I mean, that's just a, not a nice person. Well, yeah, and, so, and how was this guy, the president of the United right. States, does character not mean one thing to people? And obviously the answer is no, because we've seen since that it doesn't mean anything. Right. really doesn't mean anything. Um, and then the, the character of Clarence Thomas didn't matter to CNN, certainly. Not one little bit. It's a shame. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty amazing. On CNN's Newsday last week, uh, Anita Hill was featured. And praised by oh anchor Allison Camerata. Now, a- Allison used to work at Fox News, as most people would probably remember. She left, what, two years ago, maybe three, and went over to CNN. 
and wow, has she been CNNified? <laughs> I CNN. I can't believe how CNNified she's been because she used to be seemingly conservative. Maybe right. she's just playing the game. I don't know. Maybe she's just playing to whatever audience uh, she's talking to. Um, but she said, all of us, when you were testifying, we would go into the conference room to watch you. And all of us were riveted. And it felt like something was changing. It felt like because your testimony, again, Allison Camerata to uh, Anita Hill. Um, and even afterwards, it felt like maybe there was more awareness in that and that something had changed. And I'm just curious of how it felt from where you were sitting back then. So here we are again during the Harvey Weinstein scandal. What has it been like for you to watch these women come forward and watch all of this unfold? Uh, it, pr- pretty amazing for Allison Camerata. To, uh, she also, she continued, as there is, so often is, the money and power involved. And it's interesting to see how different powerful men have fared against these accusations. Obviously, Clarence Thomas is a Supreme Court justice. President Trump, who, when the Access Hollywood tape came out, many women thought, well, that would be the end. But he was elected president. Eh, she's got a point there. And then there's Harvey Weinstein, who, in short order, has been terminated. And Roger Ailes, who, in short order, after accusations, he was ousted from Fox News. And so where do you think we are today with scenarios like this? Uh, amazing. Uh, it's it's inc- it's incredible how people just I think they kind of bend and shape to whatever position they're in, and that's obviously true with Allison Camerata, and I think it's proving out with Megyn Kelly because she's pretty conservative, and now she's gone to NBC News, and uh, it doesn't seem quite as conservative, and so maybe you have to be that way to survive in your environment. I don't know. Maybe. But it's, it's too bad. I don't know. Maybe. It's too she, bad. Just be who you are. Her deal with uh, not doing politics now and giving up politics at a time when politics is so mm. prevalent in the country, I mm-hmm. think, is what's really hurting her. But, I, you know, that's just a, you know, it's just my little look at the Megyn Kelly show. Because <laughs> she's, I mean, look, you know, I want to like Megyn, but mm-hmm. okay, Megyn. I mean, mm-hmm. you, the world knows you because of your politics and, mm-hmm. and you know, you had all these political world leaders on and now you're trying to talk to the mom who's selling cookies on the corner. That's great, but that ain't you. <laughs> Has she talked to a mom who's I selling cookies on I the corner? <laughs> she probably That's should. riveting TV right oh, there. I, I, come on. Now. I hope she's talking to the she's, mom who sells cookies then, on the and corner. Then, and then, of course, the... Tomorrow, they're going to talk to the mom whose daughter was told to stop selling lemonade on the corner because it's. Uh, that's have, a good story. She didn't actually. have a permit. Yeah, we've done that story. I know we have. But so don't besmirch that story. We've done it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, a story we've done quite a bit and covered a lot is uh, what's going on with the NFL right now. And yesterday, have you seen the photos of the NFL stadiums that were empty? Oh my. Gosh, like all over the country. I know. They're showing these vast empty seats in all of these stadiums that seat, you know, 80, 90,000 people, and maybe there's 30,000 in them. It, it was staggering. There you go. That's in Miami, nobody showed up for the Jets game. The Dolphins, Jets, no one was there. Uh, in Cleveland, they're 0 and 7. You might expect that they're having some problems, but still. Still, and in Chicago, where they usually sell out, 
lots of empty seats. And most people are saying, I'm not going. Even though I have season tickets, I'm not going. Right. And so they're just not showing up even though they paid the money. So in some cases, the NFL is still reaping the benefit of the cash, but they're not seeing the benefit of the butt in the seat. Well, and look, let's be honest now. Okay, they've got the cash for the tickets, but uh, you know what? Uh, what also brings in quite a bit of money for the owners uh-huh. is uh, vending. Yes, that's uh, true. And, and so, not, if the fans aren't there, selling. man, those those stadiums are hurting. Also, when the game is televised, uh, and if you have cooperation from the cameraman and don't show the stadium, you're okay. But when you start showing the stadium and you pan out. And, and show the vastness right. of I'm that surprised. stadium without anybody in it, then that starts to hurt the image of and the And it's NFL. kind of a surprise that they do that, actually, that they show a lot of that. Some, I some don't. Some don't um, because they're, you know, they're yeah, obviously. That, that goes against kind of the, your own business. Yeah, it does. Your own business practice to yeah. show that. Because you now, paid a lot to broadcast can. that game. Right. I mean, I know that you that you can't. And, you know, there's. there's Well, you can, but it's stupid because it's your business. You're in business with the NFL. You're paying them a. No, I understand, but the, people, but the, the people watching, you know, you're, you're going to have to at least have one shot. You know, I mean, are we putting the blimps out of yeah. business now? You, the blimps won't show up. There's no blimps anymore. They've all been grounded because oh. uh, uh, gas prices. Are FAA regulations. <laughs> yeah, we can't, can't fly those over the state. Can't fly. Anymore. No, no, those are done. It's too much of a waste of fuel. Yeah, so. no, we're not doing those shots anymore. The other thing they announced, I think yesterday or over the weekend, is that, uh, and this is a huge disappointment to me, Justin Timberlake is going to be the Super Bowl halftime. Act. S- Justin Timberlake, again, this is the third time. And haven't we been through uh, Timberlake uh, Super Bowl? That yeah, cost three. That uh, you and I felt the uh, uh, felt the avalanche from for sure. Uh, was working he, in radio, wasn't that the? Was that with Janet Jackson? I thought so, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Timberlake and Janet Jackson. That's, that's where I. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's right. Yes, I and mean, that might have been his first appearance. I'll never forget seeing that, thinking, "Oh right. man, they're going to get after TV for that," and they went after radio. Yeah, that's right. What? Yeah. Uh, so he's back again. I mean, and they make a big deal out of him because this was written probably by the N- NFL global oh, superstar, sure. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> you know, well, that was the press department. Uh, a multi. <laughs> here's, listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, t- this paragraph. A multi-talented actor and musician. Timberlake has won 10 Grammys and numerous other awards. Uh, like what? Born in Memphis, Tennessee, he rapidly became a highly respected musician, winning two Grammys for his solo debut. Yeah, you kind of skipped See? over the whole embarrassing in excess or in is not what no, not in excess. It was in sync. Yeah, in sync. In excess was actually a good band. In sync, not so much. Uh, he's been recognized for a range of performances, including best male pop vocal performance, best pop vocal album, best dance recording, and best music video. Timberlake was mostly nominated was recently nominated for an Academy Award for the song Can't Stop the Feeling from the film Trolls. <laughs> oh, see? For which he won his 10th Grammy. See, there you go. For the movie Trolls? You're really, I mean, come on. You're fishing the bottom of the barrel right what? there, aren't you? Trolls? Have you seen that movie? Yeah. No, nobody did. <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three. Also, you're talking, there's been reports uh, all weekend that Goodell's contract uh, extension has not has been, been renewed been, yet. They've been holding it up, and yeah. it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Roger, you dealt with this all wrong, man. 
Sure you did. took the you, you you took the news wrong. You felt it wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean it. Yeah. Good luck. He screwed up a couple of things lately. And it's going to be a long time for the NFL to get this back. I think so too. Although people surprisingly uh, go back quickly because they've got short attention spans. Well, you know, it happened with Major League Baseball after the after, after the, the strike. The strike. I mean, I everybody came back. I, I, I don't know about that. Took a little bit of time, but everybody came back. And you know how they came back? Because uh, Sosa and McGuire. Oh, right. They had the hit, the, the hit shows. The home run deal. Yeah, they, they had the hit shows. So, I mean, they uh, they let the players, they looked the other way when the players yeah. ac- you know, were, did, were exercising more. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> exercising a little bit more and, and uh, taking some supplements a little bit more. And the baseballs were a little bit light. Yeah. 888-900-3393. When you were a kid, did you wear a helmet before or after you learned to ride a bike? Probably, hopefully, hopefully while you were learning, right? Many Americans don't prepare for emergencies until it's too late, until after a hurricane happens or a tornado or an earthquake or, uh, you know, a fire. There can be any amount of things that disrupt our food supply and the food chain. You'd be surprised how easily it happens the evacuation in 2005 of Houston with Hurricane Rita that didn't even hit Houston, the evacuation called a, uh, caused a disruption in the supply line for five or six days. So if you don't have any food, you're dependent on FEMA or some other government agency or neighbors. It doesn't have to be like that. You could call My Patriot Supply, the people I trusted for my food supply, and you can trust them, too. They're, they're great. They're great to work with. And right now, you can get 102-serving survival food supply. Get you started. Get your foot in the door. So if you have a family of four, this is a week's worth of food for each of you. And that's usually enough to get you through most normal catastrophes. If you want to talk to them about extending that and making it longer, three months or six months or a year, uh, they can advise you that way as well. So give them a call at 888-411-5293. It's My Patriot Supply, 888-411-5293, or just order online at preparewithpat.com. That's preparewithpat.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, number to call if you'd like to get involved. You can always tweet us uh, at can. Pat Unleashed uh, mm-hmm. with the hashtag Tell Pat. Uh, Caitlin uh, Joy eighty nine uh, curious to know if uh, at CNN would apply the apple is always an apple to other social issues. Facts. Or yeah. Is- how about a baby is always a baby? How about that? How about uh, a fetus becomes is a human being every single time? It's not a, you know, it's not a bunch of broccoli at one point, and then it turns into a Volkswagen, and then all of a sudden you're surprised at the end when a human comes out. What? <laughs> what? Oh, I thought that was a head of lettuce in there. I didn't know that. What, what am I going to do with this kid? I didn't realize there was a <laughs> pregnant person there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for saying pregnant person and not pregnant woman. As the UK is trying to change the language at the UN to pregnant people, not pregnant women <laughs> it is people some treaty they're doing. oh my god yeah there's it's 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 the language in a treaty and they don't want to exclude 
you know, non-women who are having children. How many non-women had children just last week alone? It's I can't even, I mean. Oh, that's why it needs to be changed. That's right? why it needs, to be, needs changed. to be changed. Yes, because it was zero last week as well as it was every week since <laughs> the dawn of time. <laughs> zero. And it will continue to be zero yeah, But not once they change forever. the wording. Yeah, once they change the wording, then watch the explosion of men having having children. <laughs> and, and transgendered and gender fluid. Thank you. And G people. We should look up. The, I don't even know what I say that. What a G person is. <laughs> I just know it's not a man or a woman. That's all I know about it. A G? Yeah, let's look a that G, X-I. Think, X-I. X-I. A G, I think that's uh, someone who is uh, almost celibate, right? Not sure, doesn't want to do, do anything. Well, I don't know. Look it up. I mean, it's not that hard, is it? <laughs> you, I was waiting for you. you hey, look it up. You were the one that started looking it up. It's not that hard. 888 oh uh, Don't forget, global superstar uh, Justin Timberlake has been announced to be the headline entertainment at the Pepsi Super Bowl 52 halftime show. But think about this. And Jeffy just brought up the fact that uh, the wardrobe malfunction. What was that? Two thousand four, two thousand five, in there somewhere. In there somewhere. It was in the. Yeah, it happened in, the in Houston, so I think it was the two thousand five Super Bowl, and uh, it was Justin Timberlake, was it not, that pulled her shirt open, exposing her breast. Was that not the way that went down? Well, yes, it was. Now, excuse me, but what about the hashtag Me Too? I've been sexually harassed, too. Where's Janet Jackson, first of all, said, me, too. Remember Justin Timberlake did that to me? You are going to get this sexual harasser? The spot, the the prime spot in all of entertainment, the Super Bowl halftime seen by two billion people across the planet. I think that's so inappropriate that a man who has absolutely sexually harassed a woman on national television on worldwide television. Now you've given them this prime spot? No, that's unacceptable. Thank you. It's unacceptable. How about this? Hashtag me neither on Justin Timberlake. How about that? How about me neither on sexual abuser Justin Timberlake? Plus he sucks. I just don't like. Uh, I But the uh, I gave you the the credits that the NFL was selling a whole paragraph. I didn't, oh, yeah, even, yeah, yeah. I didn't even read it all because it's the multi-talented actor and musician. Then they go through all of his uh, Grammys. Then the next paragraph is a gifted actor. Timberlake has appeared in diverse films, including Alpha Dog, which was so good. Uh, actually, uh, that was voice work. It, it was uh, okay. And, all right. Uh, was that, that was, a cartoon? Yeah, it was an uh, animated <laughs> feature. Uh, so was yeah. Shrek the Third. So he gets credit for that, too. Uh, Black Snake Moan, don't know what that is. I'm <laughs> sounds sure, good. I'm sure it was brilliant. Yeah, it and The Social good. Network, that was the uh, Facebook movie. Um, he has also won four Emmys for his appearances on Saturday Night Live. I didn't know that. Really? Wow. Co-star of the upcoming film Wonder Wheel, which opens later this year. Sounds good again. And then they mentioned that this is his third time performing on the Super Bowl halftime stage, giving him the distinction. Get this, Justin Timberlake, the most appearances by an individual entertainer of all time what? at the Super Bowl. Nobody else has done three. No one else. That's amazing. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Timberlake joins an esteemed list of recent halftime acts, including Lady Gaga, Coldplay, Beyonce, 
Katy Perry, Bruno Mars, and Madonna. I surprising. I was surprised. I, I really enjoyed Bruno Mars. Bruno's I thought he great. was really good. Oh, he is really good. I, that guy's he, pretty talented. Yes, he is. He's actually good, and that was a fun halftime show. Uh, the Who, which I don't, I've never liked The Who. Bruce Springsteen sucks. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers probably won't perform again <clears throat> at the Super Bowl halftime. Just a wild guess. Stab in the Dark, the to Tom Petty's probably done with halftime shows What about now. the Heartbreakers? Uh, maybe the Heartbreakers could show up with somebody, but uh, I'm doubting that. Prince, also another guy who's not going to perform again. I know. Rolling sad. Stones, Paul McCartney, U2, and more. And you none bring, of those people have done three. That's amazing. You can bring the Stones in again. That'd be great on their tour if they're their final tour. Roll the, again, the Stones for the last time. The last again. <laughs> <laughs> How many last time tours have the Rolling Stones just keep cranking done? Them out, man. And Paul McCartney, just, I, I don't know, too old, too unhip now. I'm not sure if that would be. Madonna should never again grace the stage or shame the stage. Hey, I'm not a Lady Gaga fan. I know Glenn is, but I don't like her. Coldplay sucks. Beyonce's not good. Katy Perry's not. None of those are good. Who would you pick, Pat? That's got to be got to be Boston. Um, Clearly, are they still together? <laughs> you're giving you're you're beating up Tom. Well, Petty no, and... the the lead vocalist. Brad Delp died in 2008. So, so he's in the Petty Prince pile. You can't. Yeah. No more Boston. Right. So right. maybe Foreigner? No, nah, because Lou Graham's not with the band anymore. Yeah, so. but you maybe Lou hooks up with them again, right, for the for the Super Bowl? That would be good. It wouldn't be bad. I don't know. Who should? Uh, I know. 888-933-93. Who would you like to see perform at the Super Bowl halftime? I'd like to hear on The Blaze. Pat Gray. Only on The Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393. I, I, I don't like the choice of Justin Timberlake for Super Bowl halftime, half but I'm hard-pressed to pick somebody better. Maybe you can help us out at 888-900-3393. I'm thinking maybe Maroon 5 with Adam Levine. Yeah. You know, because he's still a pretty big star. He's he's on The Voice as well as his musical career. I mean, maybe you just do The Voice. He's good. Maybe you just bring The Voice. Maybe yeah. the whole, bring the whole maybe. kit and caboodle to the halftime show. What about Michael Buble? There's a great performer. No? You don't I like mean, that? I like that. Actually. I think Buble is, is kind of like Justin Timberlake to me. Does he bring something to the uh, halftime show? Yes. Buble, have you seen him in concert? He's tremendous. But he's funny. He, he's talented. He does his Michael Jackson imitation that would be really fun. Uh, he's really good. So, Buble, Maroon 5, Aerosmith, maybe again. They, they were good when they performed. Yeah, that'd be good, but he's down for the count now, right? No, he's not down for the count. Yeah, no, he stopped. They had to stop Steven the tour, Tyler? Right? Yeah, yeah, they stopped stop. the tour, but he said he'd be back. It wasn't yeah, well, whatever, whatever. I'm just saying. He's, he had to take a look. <laughs> you know, maybe he'll be back up ready to fight again by, by Super Bowl. Possibly. Uh, I would think he would be. Matchbox 20 is pretty good. I don't think they've ever done it. Uh, but no. these are all old artists. Yeah, I know. Well, maybe, all I the think great bands are. They're going What's after. New? They're going after millennials. And I, you know, okay, and that's and that's and and look, millennials. Jay Z turned them down. 
All right. Yeah, it, it, uh, and I'm so glad he did because ick. <laughs> ick. And the queen has already done it, right? Uh, Beyonce. And she had a, the the fervor of uh, uh, marching for Black Lives Matter with her uh-huh. with her halftime show, right? Yeah, and that was terrible. I hated so, that. And speaking of Queen, how about Queen, the band, with uh, uh, Paul Rogers? He's really good. Or that other guy that was on, uh, who was the guy that was on uh, American Idol that sounded like Freddie Mercury? And ah, I can't remember his name. But I think they've toured with him, too, because he can sound a lot like Freddie Mercury. That would be great. Queen would be great, and I don't think they've ever performed. I mean, maybe we just do a whole, you know, in today's world, maybe we just put on a, a whole transvestite show. <laughs> just get RuPaul, and she just does the whole thing. Uh, why not? With a, with a group of uh, it might be drag fun. queens. It might be fun, rather than seeing Wouldn't that be Justin fun? Timberlake up Wouldn't there. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that'd be fun. But th- you say That's that, you, you fun. Do I say that like I don't mean it? Because I sure, you know, I'm feeling it deep inside. That would be fun. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard because there aren't that many talented bands anymore, are there? I mean, it, I sure there are. Absolutely there are. There are absolutely talented bands and groups all over you the country. You just can't name any. And you, and you, but are they big any. enough? To warrant the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. Soon the Super Bowl will be smaller than than ever because uh, nobody will be watching them. Uh, if go this, ahead and take a knee at the Super Bowl and see what happens. Yeah. If the protest doesn't stop soon, yeah, you're not going to get a billion people watching it, that's right. for sure. And uh, so, you know, maybe this year you still stick with the billion because everybody wants to see what's going to happen. So you get, a, you get a half of a team taking a knee during the Super Bowl. Good luck. God bless. Oh, just, uh, agonizing. I know. I know. So I would just, you know, I don't know that there's, I don't know who's big enough to warrant the NFL that hasn't already done it. You know, that's what's so difficult. It is. It's hard. It's hard. They're all old aging bands. I mean, we're all aging. I get it. Oh, you know who's big that people would probably like is Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah. He's he's big. Yes, Ed could do it. He hasn't done it. So could What's-Her-Face then. Now Now you're into his posse. Who's oh uh, oh oh uh, Taylor Swift? Yes. She's I think she's done it once, hasn't she? Maybe. I mean, I, you know I who they really. don't seem to ever get are country artists. That they seem to avoid country artists. Yeah, well, you don't want to do country artists because you don't. They'd sing something that would be pro America. No, <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. You do not want that at the Super Bowl. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in today's world, you do not want that. Yeah. Actually, I th- I think that uh, Ed Sheeran might be a good choice. That is probably a good choice. You're probably right. We but break first, it down, that's a good choice. First, we've got to get the me neither on Justin Timberlake campaign going uh, and remind people yes. of his sexual harassment of Janet Jackson. Yes, where's Janet speaking out? Let's go. I know. Uh, Horrific. It's about time. I, I felt I was shocked and appalled for her. And the guy pulled her shirt open in front of billions of people. Right? Not cool. And I will say, uh, and I, you know, I'm going to admit this on the air, and I, I, this is now. Okay, it wasn't uh-huh. back then. I was kind of ashamed to admit it, but I'm not ashamed. I want to be able to come out in the open right now. Is that when it happened? I was so shocked. I rewound <laughs> the screen to see that if I actually saw what I saw, and, and I, did you? I did that more than once. You, you're nothing if not thorough. <laughs> Thank you. 
Nobody could say you're not <laughs> thorough, Jeffy. That was very, very thorough. Thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at a list of current artists who are supposed to be big, and I've never heard of many of them. The Chainsmokers, you know them? Yeah. Early. You do? Of course, you've got kids that age now, so. Yes. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, never heard of him. Of course, Ed Sheeran, we already talked about. Bruno Mars. DJ Khalid, or Khaled. I love him. Migos. Uh, Drake. Come on. Ick. Sean Mendez. Oh, yeah, man. He's never heard of him. Oh, they love him. Sean is big time. So there's, is there DJ Khaled and just plain Khalid? Yeah, there is. There, <laughs> Mendez could do it. Mendez is pretty big, too. Is he? Yeah. I couldn't tell you a Sean Mendez song. I don't. Yeah, my daughter is, in, you know, there's, I hear his stupid songs in my house all the time. How about Lil Uzi Vert? Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> he I, sounds good. I don't know that I actually have heard any Lil Uzi Vert. A band called Future. Oh, The Weeknd. That's another one. Oh, there's artist, another right? one. Yeah, The Weeknd. Oh, The Weeknd's with the. Here's one. I can't feel my face, Mr. Cocaine song. From Provo, Utah. Old song. Oh, the boy. Imagine Dragons. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. They would put on a great show. The Imagine Dragons be great. Post Malone. Don't know who that is. They mentioned Maroon 5, who I really like. Sam Hunt. I've heard of him, but I, I don't know his songs. Uh, Louis Fonzi. James Arthur. Big Sean. I only like uh, medium and little Sean's, but those two I can handle. I don't necessarily. Big, big Sean. What is, do you got against Big Sean? It's too much. He's just he's too much, you know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Michael in Kentucky, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. I had an idea that might uh, solve your uh, halftime show problem, and it would probably help Roger Goodell in the NFL and the nation itself too. Why don't they have uh, Jason Aldean do the halftime show and make a fundraiser for the victims of uh, Las Vegas? That'd be a pretty class yeah. act, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. That That'd would be, be great. Very, very, yeah. Again, though, they probably seem save. they they I'm seem sorry, they seem to uh, avoid country yeah, artists for some reason. I'm not sure why. Well. I mean, you could, uh, I understand that, but Trace Atkins would be a great guy to go on with, Trace, too. But yeah. I just think that it, with the NFL's issues, you know, that would be a huge step towards uh, solving a lot of the NFL's problem, maybe save Goodell's job, and probably bring back a lot more than Jason, than uh, Justin Timberlake ever would. You'd think that, wouldn't you? Excellent. You would think that. Excellent idea. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate it. Uh, because, yes, the, the NFL needs something to change the momentum of their PR because right now it's going the wrong way. The way wrong. And fast. It's, it's going the wrong and way fast. fast. Yeah, they're dropping like a rock. Uh, they've gone down 40 points in acceptance over the last, what, two months? Think of that. 40 points. That never happens. That doesn't happen to anybody. You could probably have serial killers that would only go down 25 or 30 points. <laughs> this, That's actually probably true. I mean... The NFL is dropping like a rock. And Jason Aldean, I'm not really familiar with his music. I know I've heard of him, but I, you know, he was the performer when the shooting started. And then if you gave all the proceeds to the recovery in Las Vegas, that'd be fantastic. Or, you you know, he did the show and the NFL's matched. If, you know, you call and donate now, the NFL matches. Whatever. It'd be it'd be such, would do something. Such a great yes. move for them. Um, I. I don't know what the NFL is going to do. I wish I could help them in some way, but they better. If Goodell wants to save his job and save the NFL in the end, something needs to happen for sure. I mean, I love 
NFL football. I love football, and it's fun to watch. And But I was watching the other night. Is it the Thursday night game? Uh, I'm not sure. That was the but, Oakland <clears throat> KC game. But they were analyzing the tackle that took out Aaron Rodgers for the season. Oh, yeah, broke yeah. his collarbone. Because uh, the coach, Mike McCarthy, said that was a bad hit. And it, was, uh, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't a legal hit. And I thought, what are, you, are you watching the same thing I am? Guy hit him right after he threw. He didn't drive him to the ground. He just rolled over him, right. you know? And it didn't look like it was anything improper to me. And so the former NFL analysts, this was on ESPN, I think, they were talking about how, okay, if you're going to call that hit illegal, you got to do two hands below the waist from now on. Right. On well, the quarterback, we're almost there. it's two-hand touch. We're almost there. I saw a, uh, almost I, there. And they're actually talking about it now. I saw a penalty called this weekend in a college game and and that i i don't know that i'd ever seen it before and that's the leaping to block an extra point yeah i mean i don't know that i'd ever seen that called before what 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 do they call what do you mean I you mean, can't leap yeah what you can leap you can, they jump all the time and block those kicks what do you mean no they don't did they leap that. over somebody yeah okay did they put their foot on and jump? I, you can't do that i know you can't do that i mean he was called for leaping is all I know. And I thought, <laughs> sorry, leaping. Crap. What? Is running next? Are you not? I thought, oh, how? Do, I mean, you guys can I got, only then walk. I got to think about when they block the extra points that they charge in, you know, between between offensive linemen or whatever and push back. They don't actually, you know, then they, then they reach up, but they don't actually leap. So are you? Uh, so they are, get it before the rise. But I, did, I didn't look up the rules or anything to see what the deal was on it, but I just never seen it called. But it led me to think to your. Two hands below the waist, quarterback mm-hmm. thing. I mean, we have come it's getting that a long yeah. way yeah, it's as ridiculous. far as the rules go. And if you're telling me you're running full speed and you got to think about where exactly your helmet is going to hit and when you can hit them and how when you have to pull up and swerve to the right, I mean, these guys are doing amazing things already. And if you hit them too hard and all those things have to be considered apparently now, it's just yeah. crazy. I mean, it's crazy. In the, the days of, I mean, not too long ago, we were uh, cheering for guys like John Lynch to crush mm-hmm. people from behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would be kicked out of the league today. Yeah, no question. You're saying that the that the leaping thing happened though in college football. I didn't think they were playing college football anymore. I thought well, that season. If got we canceled. wanted to go back, if we wanted, to, I was going to hold up. Are you a sure? Because I've I haven't seen my favorite team yet this year. I was going to hold and up a little bit because we were. You know, you can't tweet us. So Pat unleashed. Oh, uh, let's unleashed. just let's save it. We'll do it on the other side because uh, it is time for chewing the fat uh, with Jeff. <laughs> so we'll get to that in just a second. Meantime, let me tell you about Cosmo Hertz Kids Campaign. It was uh, This was started by Victoria Hearst. You might recognize the name because she's part of the Hearst family. And the Hearst family owns the Hearst Corporation, which publishes Cosmopolitan Magazine, known as Cosmo. So why does she want to run it out of business? She doesn't. Why does she want to, why, why does she want to edit and censor their content? Yeah. She doesn't. The only goal here is to have the state's material harmful to minor laws applied to Cosmopolitan Magazine so that anybody under the age of 18 can't buy the magazine. Just that simple. If you've ever seen Cosmo and you've seen the uh, photos inside, the things that they discuss, I mean, just on the front, just on the cover is always 10 ways to sexually please him. Yeah, like that's difficult. Please look at him. 
That'll sexually please him. I can give all 10 right there. Just take a peek at him, and he's fine. Good to go. <laughs> if you'd like to learn more about the Cosmo Hurts Kids campaign, visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. Again, we all believe in, first, in, in for the First Amendment, free speech. That's not what this is about. We just want um, to, to take a stand against pornography and not allow it to be sold to kids 18 and under. So visit CosmoHurtsKids.com. That's CosmoHurtsKids.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's kind of kicking around uh, who would be a good halftime entertainment show for uh, the Super Bowl coming up in February. I, you know, they they selected Justin Timberlake, but I I think we've got to jump on the me neither with jump Justin Timberlake <laughs> yes. bandwagon. Hashtag me neither. He's a sexual predator. Look what he did to Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl in two thousand five. He pulled her shirt open. So we can't have that, especially in this environment. It's kind of surprising the NFL didn't think of that. I know. I know. So I'm kind of thinking maybe Maroon 5 would be the best, you know, fairly current artist that I could think of with Adam Levine. Um, Because, you know, there's a lot of them I don't know. Ed Sheeran, I'm surprised he hasn't yeah, even Ed, been asked. Yeah, he needs to. Cause he might turn him down. He's huge. He doesn't need the NFL. Those see, that's the problem. Some of those guys don't need the NFL. Yeah, right. Because well, you got to do it for free. He hangs out with Taylor Swift's squad, so <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it for free. Yeah, which is a little amazing. But uh, yeah, they're not going to pay you to give you the publicity of two billion people hearing your music. They they don't pay for that because everybody wants to do it. They don't have to pay for it, which is kind of sad for the artist. There are so few ways now. I mean, really, the only way they're making money these days is not on the sale on iTunes. They're just they're making money on the tour and that's I'm, about I'm it. On tour. That's about it. On tour, man. You got tickets, ticket sales and uh, merchandise sales on tour. Cuz it's not the way it used to be where you get one hit song you're going to be a millionaire. Uh it's not that way anymore. 888 Uh Nicole, you're on the Blaze. Hi. Hey guys. Hey. Hey, okay, so actually my son, had he's been wanting to talk to y'all forever. He's finally out of school today, and he has a little advice for these NFL kneelers. Okay. All right. his, na- his name is Cal, so I'm about to put him on. Hold on. All right. Hello. Hi, Cal. How Hi. are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. What are you doing out of school today? It was a parent-teacher conference today. I'm going to get up at 745 in the I morning. I love, love parent-teacher conference day. Uh, so how old are you, Cal? Nine. Are you married? No. No. Oh, okay. Got anybody in mind yet? No. Haven't found the right person yet, huh? Do you like no. girls? Are Are you no. into? No. Well, okay. Yeah, that's good. One. But... Oh, oh boy. Oh, wait. wait a minute. Wait. Put the brakes on. <laughs> <laughs> There's one you're kind of sweet on. Yeah. You want to tell that's her right, right now? You want to tell her on the air? No, sir. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what do you think about the NFL players kneeling? Uh, I think it's dumb because they need to hang out with, like, firefighters 
mm-hmm. and police officers and people like Marcus Luttrell. And if they do that, they'll really notice. From the mouth like, of babes. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right there. They'll notice how, like, weird, mm-hmm. not weird, how dumb they are to kneel. Yeah. And they just need to be smarter <laughs> and respect the flag. That I is... Mean, uh, it's never been put any better than that. You don't Cal. need to go back to school, Cal. No, nope, you're you're, you're pretty much there. That's a lot of wisdom for a nine year old. Thanks a lot, Cal. Appreciate it. T- thank your mom too. Hey, Stuart in Virginia, you're on the Blaze. Hi. Hey, wow, man. Listen to it, young man. Mm-hmm. That gives me uh, it gives me hope. Uh, definitely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, definitely. Hey, Jeff, oh, have you talked to Gilmore lately? Uh, no, I, I still, uh, I still, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> former presidential with them. candidate Jim Gilmore, uh, whom Jeffy endorsed <laughs> during the campaign. <laughs> hey, Pat. Yes. I don't like the way you say that. Y'all are missing the best artist, man. Really? Who? You know, when I when I'm smooth my wife on the weekend, you know, courting her, you know, uh-huh. I'm six or seven years old, but okay. I still court. Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. I put on serious satellite radio, Frank Sinatra. Uh, Frank Sinatra. Yeah, well, yeah, he's wait gone. Minute, wait a 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 minute, wait, wait a minute. Okay. But uh-huh. he's got Bob Dylan singing the classics on that. Oh, good heavens. I bet you that's good. Bob oh. Dylan sings Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. Oh, I can't imagine. That would be great. I love Dylan. Him. I can't imagine him. how bad that would be. Well, you can even understand <laughs> him. You can even understand him. Really? I'm gonna yes. have to listen to that. So he's done a he's done a CD of of standards now. Yeah. Yes. Has yes. he really? Wow. Sings Frank Sinatra sings Dean. Good Martin. stuff. <laughs> oh my God! It is it is hilarious. <laughs> you need to hear it. I bet it is hilarious. Thank you All for right. that tip, Stuart. I appreciate. That. I'm gonna check that out. Uh, oh, you know it's good. Fly <laughs> me to the moon. I, I, <laughs> and the way you look tonight. Who we are? Who we are? <laughs> that would be. Oh, we have to get that. Oh, we have we to have look to. for we that. We have to. I would love to. I mean, I, I'm a Dylan fan. I know you are. And so it would be, you know, I mean, I'm not a diehard, you know, throw flowers on the stage. For Bob's. E- okay. But I am a fan. Have you Have you gone to a Bob Dylan concert? I have. Oh, you have? I've seen him live. Where Where did you see him live? Uh, someplace in Tampa, one of the shows. One of, I think it was at the. Was it recently? I think it was in the the Ice Palace. Yeah. Really? In Tampa. It was called the. It's not called the Ice Palace anymore. So, um, yeah, at the at the arena in Tampa. That was oh my gosh. I'm having a that hard was a long time. time ago. Yeah. The, oh, the, here don't, he is. Don't worry about trying to get on the internet, here he is. Pat. Singing, uh, yeah, it's. Um... Don't try to worry about getting on the internet. That's that's stupid. <laughs> you can get on the internet in this room. Isn't it though? Because uh, you can't. Yeah, it's pretty presumptuous to think that. Yeah, no. Because it's on the internet, yeah, and no. we have access to the internet that we could actually get don't, it on the internet here. Do not think that. Yeah. No, because it, you'd be wrong. Thing. All right, Bob Dylan singing. All right. Star, Stardust. <laughs> ooh. ooh. Oh, this <laughs> is gonna be ooh, so good. Ooh. <clears throat> okay. Does he just? Do an instrumental. Or, <laughs> are you gonna start singing the song? Come on, Bob. Me too. All right, let's skip a little bit into it. Oh, here we go. Oh. Why? 
That is good stuff. You have to ask yourself, why? Why you're making fun of this entertaining, talented man? Oh, that's so bad. You can't, you can't understand the... Wow. That's good stuff. That's, yeah, well, stuff. I'll say stuff. that. Tell me you wouldn't it's, want that at the NFL halftime. I wouldn't tell want me. that on the NFL halftime. No, show. I mean, tell me that you wouldn't no, want that you, at the I, NFL halftime. I don't halftime. want Bob that Bob Dylan the sings the classics Bob at Dylan the NFL sing, halftime? Bob Dylan singing anything. There's a reason. You can't, you can't tell me that he wouldn't be at the NFL. There's a reason he hasn't been asked. Uh, and the reason is he can't sing. <laughs> so, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pac Ray Unleashed coming up. <laughs> Radio Network. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three is Pat Gray. Welcome. Uh, we were talking about the Super Bowl halftime show. They've asked Justin Timberlake. Uh, I've launched a me neither campaign against him. Hashtag me neither on Justin Timberlake because he fits the me too uh, hashtag situation. Everybody who's been sexually harassed is is hashtagging me too. <laughs> and Justin Timberlake, if you're not, if you remember correctly, pulled the shirt open of of. Uh, Janet Jackson on stage during the Super Bowl in Houston. And if that's not sexual harassment, I don't know what is. They can't have him be the halftime performer. Somebody a few minutes ago suggested Bob Dylan singing his standards. He's got a he's got an album out featuring, you know, the old Frank Sinatra type stuff. Classic. He, Good he stuff. actually sang Good stuff. It had to be you. It had to be It had to be you. You it had to be you. But then you got blown away in the wind. I wandered around. Listen to this, man. And finally found. I can't sing a note. No, no. Not a note. 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 Can't sing a note. Oh, God, is it? It's actually painful to hear this. Could make me be blue. Blue, 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 and be glad. <laughs> Just to be sad. Oh, 
good golly. I can't. That's good stuff right there. Yeah, that's good. That's it, stuff you don't hear every day right there. No, it's stuff you don't want to hear every day or any day uh, for that matter. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So we got that. You can uh, sound off on who you think could be a really good halftime performer. I can't, you know, other than maybe Ed Sheeran and Maroon 5. I'm ha- I'm hard-pressed to think of who would be a really good act who hasn't already played for one thing and that everybody could relate to and really like. We've had some uh, we've had some people suggesting some things uh, on Twitter uh, at Pat Unleashed, uh, hashtag tell Pat. Uh, we've had uh, Aaron Watson uh, mentioned. We've oh, had uh, just... uh, Weird Al mentioned. No. Uh, Weird Al Yankovic would be tremendous. No. What? No. Mm-mm. Talking about mm. weird Al would be huge. Mm. No, I mean he's a lot huger than your Michael Bublé. I'll tell you oh, that. I, what? Oh my gosh! Are you mad? Have you absolutely weird Al Yankovic is, would draw a larger crowd than Michael Bublé for the NFL? That's just ridiculous. I'm going to pretend you didn't even say it. Anybody else suggested? Fact is fact. Anybody else? Anybody like my idea of Queen? I think Queen with Paul Rogers no, from nobody Bad that. Company would be great. Guns and Roses was mentioned. No, I didn't, I'm, doing, I'm blowing like that, that one off though. Yeah, I don't like that. I did like the I did like the uh, tribute mm-hmm. to Las Vegas with a giant magic show. That's a really good uh, idea with the different magicians from the strip, and then maybe you could have this isn't yeah. mentioned in the tweet, but you could have Penn and Teller be the headliner and mm-hmm. just do a ma- you know magic tricks, and then they could make the NFL disappear. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Matchbox Twenty. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I really think, like for a classic, a band that has stood the test of time, the one who's had hits in every decade from the seventies, eighties, nineties, and in just into the two thousands beyond. Aerosmith. Yeah, they've had hits. I mean, and how many times have they done it? Once, just once before, the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think just the one time. I and mean. They had a bunch of other performers with them, and they, you you could do that again, really. I mean, I'd, I'd be great with that, right? Yeah. They come out and they do their just do their hits, and that's the halftime. That'd be great. Oh, just run you through the hits. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, really, that'd be great. That. But I think the two most likely, and you know, to have Justin Timberlake coming to do it a third time is silly. Um, you know, there's there's more people than that. Maybe they're having a hard time to get getting anybody to say yes to them. I don't know. Like Jay Z reportedly said no. Which I'm very grateful for. I mean, it's a good move. Listen, it's a good move to say no in today's world, because uh, unless the NFL gets their act together, it's going to mm. be a, you're gonna, not going to want to be tied to them. I mean, they've been a, a good thing to be tied to for a long time, so it's hard to say that they're not going to be that anymore. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it's been they've been huge, right? I mean, you any anyone um, that's been tied with the NFL has has been has done great. Or at least done very well. And so it's hard-pressed to think that the NFL can be anything else but good. Yeah, they're going to be helpful. They're still going to be helpful to an artist because you're you're being exposed to so many people. Supposedly, uh, 2 billion people or 1.5 billion people worldwide. Is American football really popular enough that that many people outside of our country are watching? I believe that. I don't know. I don't know. That seems like a lot. Because they're soccer people. They don't even understand American football. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, but it's an American event. It's a huge American event. It's yeah. And you get to see, it used to be that you get to see good commercials during the Super Bowl yeah. halftime or Super Bowl. But not anymore. They've been just run of the mill, mostly stupid. 
uh, the last several years. Well, I mean, and listen, we brought that on ourselves. Uh, you know, by everything having to be politically correct and not being able to step outside the line and not yeah. trying to be, oh, that's not funny. That's that's tearing somebody down. Yes. Well, yeah, that's what the joke is. I'm not <laughs> joking. You've torn someone down. And that's what led to uh, this terrific ad from CNN. This is an apple. Okay. Some people might try to tell you that it's a banana. They might. like. They might scream banana, banana, banana over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. They might put banana in all caps. Who do you, who do you suppose they're referring to there? Huh. Can't even <laughs> imagine. You might even start to believe that this is a banana. But it's not. But it's not. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. is, is an, an apple. An apple. From the genius of the cable news network, CNN. Tremendous. <laughs> Tremendous. It's, they're trying to say facts are first at CNN. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's why you did the hands up, don't shoot thing. That's why you propagated that false narrative. Uh, that's why you support people like Nancy Pelosi when they don't know whether a, a baby growing inside a womb is human or not. I mean, come on. It's growing inside a what? A woman. Well, or what a, the hell are or you a, talking about? A, a person. Thank you. <laughs> Which is another anyway. story we've got today. The UK is trying to get the UN to change the language in a uh, some sort of treaty they're writing up. They want pregnant women to be replaced with pregnant people okay because who knows what kind of person is giving birth doesn't have to be a woman except yes it does but it doesn't have to be but it, except for yes it does yeah, well what are the <laughs> uh, what are the times that a woman has not given birth <clears throat> well lots of women don't give birth but nobody gives birth who isn't a woman except you follow that logic except except no one except no one in every case but, but <laughs> out of the uh, you know, they mostly estimate probably 100 billion people have lived on Earth. Each and every one of them was birthed by a woman. Has that been proven? Yes. Seriously, has that been proven? Yes. That's that's science. And uh, supposedly... Do we know that? The left is all about this science. Is just some made-up science from you? No, it's not. Okay. That's not. I mean, if you say so. Okay. All right, you can always tweet us uh, at Pat Unleashed, uh, hashtag tell Pat. Okay, look, I know, I know you're tired of hearing us talk about the CNN and Bill O'Reilly. They want to hear a review of BYU football, damn it. No, they don't want to hear that. That's what they tweet. has been tweeted. No, they With read the, me uh, one tweet that is demanded. Tell Pat, tired of talking about CNN and Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> I want to hear the review of BYU football. And they've tweeted with the <clears throat> unknown, unknown comics in the crowd here for you. Okay, well... What did I say to the East Carolina fan Friday that called and said he was worried about uh, what know. BYU was going to yes, do to he him? he was. And I said, don't worry about it because we're not going to do much to you. <laughs> and we didn't. And that was, I am so mad at BYU for making me, and this is partly your fault. Mm-hmm. This is partly your fault for selling me a bill of goods. Well, last year, me I sold you a real BYU. bill. Of it was an actual bill yet yeah, last year, right? And every year before that, since 1972. But this year, they are probably the worst team in all of college football. And that's not an exaggeration. I don't think it is. Because, holy cow, at least in major college football action, they, uh, they have only beaten Portland State this year. 
and in every other case, have pretty much been stomped, except by Utah, who beat them by six points. Uh, and that shows you how good Utah is. But right. think about this. They, they were playing one of the worst defenses, a defense that gives up over 600 yards a game. And they only got 400 yards against them. And still lost. And they could only put up 17 points against this uh, team that's giving up 37 per game. They're giving up 37 points. We got 17 and lost 33-17. And trust me, that 17 points seemed hard to come by. I watched that. I mean, I'm amazed at how many times receivers open had balls thrown over their head or Uh underneath them or behind them. And yet Tanner threw for 319 yards. In the game, twenty six of forty one, I think, I which never, is by I, far his best game. By far, I couldn't see. It didn't seem still, like they don't. They don't have any way to finish off their drives. I've watched right. them do this. I've watched them come down and drive where it seems like okay, they're 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 moving the ball. We're feeling good. We've got some offensive plays. We're going here, and then all and of a sudden they hit done. a brick wall. Then it's done. Yeah, We're brick done. wall. Either a fumble and interception, okay. or they just can't move anymore. Second down. Yeah, second down and five. Third down and four. I can't stand it. Over over the receiver's head in the end zone. Punt. And it's interesting because last year, Tanner Mangum, who's the quarterback this year, didn't play because Taysom Hill did because uh, he came back from injury and he was granted an extra year of eligibility. But the year before that, when Taysom Hill got injured for the season, right. came in from the first game, great. played brilliant. He's a freshman. Played brilliant. He was freshman of the year in college football. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. He threw for almost 3,400 yards as a freshman. It was a BYU freshman record. And now he can't seem to hit any open receivers. I don't know. The defense can't stop anybody. It's anytime, anytime the other team passes the ball, it's going to be completed. I don't know why they ever run against BYU. You should throw the ball every single time. You'd score 230 points if you did. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's amazing nuts. to it's me. It's nuts. I was, I was, I was heartbroken. I, I, I seriously, I sat through that yeah, game. It's painful. And I was heartbroken. Uh, on on watching them, and I'll tell you what, uh-huh. uh huh. They uh, yes. I'm not. I am surprised that I haven't heard the headline that their head coach has been fired. Well, it's because it's BYU. Anybody else in the country would have fired him by now. I uh, mean, quite honestly, he'd he'd be done, and and maybe he should be. I mean, it's only been a year and a half, but dang, it's bad. This is the worst it's been since I don't know. Since they've been good at football, since before Lavelle Edwards, okay, that's so, for sure. So, so it's been a year and a half. Now, the object of bringing in that new coach, okay, let's say it's not – I mean, I'll give you. I'll give you it's rebuilding, no question. But he already had a pretty good machine. Yeah, they were 9-4 and four last year. Pretty good machine. And they were only eight points away from an unbeaten season last year. So now – and so now – and that's when you had – if you think – I mean, if you think that you've got any kind of saleability to any of the uh, – to Big Twelve, to the Pac Ten, oh, to the that's I mean, the, please. I mean you that's can't even over. talk about that right now. That's over. That's done. I mean, he killed yeah. that. He's killed he's mm-hmm. killed recruiting. Mm-hmm. I I mean we've already lost three recruits to Utah. If, if I'm BYU, that bigger picture of building is long gone. Yeah. And so you gotta get rid of him. I think so. I think to save the program. Yeah. Uh I, I believe that. Charlie in Wisconsin, who I believe uh no, let's go to Hunter in North Carolina. That's it. And then we'll get to Charlie after the break. But uh, Hunter in North Carolina, are you the uh, Pirates fan, the one East Carolina fan in all of the country? 
ho, 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 ho. We got more eat than one in person. I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All I right. wasn't gonna call. I wasn't gonna call today, but when you start talking about the game, yeah. I was gonna call and say, "Pat, you're right. Yeah. I thought you guys were gonna put up more of a fight than that." They don't have it in them. Uh, they they don't, don't have it in them this year, Hunter. I well, don't, it's the worst the, BYU team since at least 1964. At least. Well, well, the bad thing is, is the quarterback you've got is the one that uh, he put some great numbers on us two years ago. Right. So I thought he was gonna put. You know, we. I think he threw for three to 400 yards that game, and now he can't hit a wide-open receiver. I don't know what's going on. Do not know what's going on. It's really bad. I I felt for you, man. I said, I I was sitting in the stadium. I said, I I know Pat's watching this. I said, Yeah, it was was painful. I I appreciate the sentiment. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Hunter. I just want to say, great game. Good luck, man, with the rest of the offseason. Yeah, thanks. You need that. (laughs) I mean, I'm still mad at you for making me watch your damn team. (laughs) I was so pumped up. I mean, we got San Jose State this weekend, who everybody in the country has destroyed so far. I don't even have they won a game. I'll have to look I at this. I don't know, but I don't think they can beat San Jose State. I mean, I was all fired up. I came off Missouri winning big. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I know they were only playing Idaho, but it felt we got the big win. We got the sixty-nine points. Mm-hmm. Felt good to score a lot of points. I know. Just keep I, rubbing it in. Just I ahead. realized that the only the last time yeah, that Missouri has only scored sixty-nine points was when my son was playing for them more when they played than, Nevada. Okay, you finally got the you got the Elvis reference. I got the Elvis reference. Right. They were the Kaepernick now? was playing for Nevada yeah. then yeah. Uh, as well. Are you done now? Uh, and then I thought, okay, well, we got this game. I've got some. I got to look at some live footage of Elvis. Mm-hmm. Was playing. We're going mm-hmm. into BYU. It's going to be a good night. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. Uh-uh. I mean, I, I like ECU's helmets. Oh, we got that going for us. <laughs> all right. Preparedness is, uh, as you know, close to my heart. And although the principles of preparedness haven't changed, the technology definitely has. Now there's Gotenna Mesh, and they power the first 100% off grid mobile long range consumer ready mesh network. That means. You can send texts and GPS locations without cell towers, routers, or satellites. It's an amazing service. From outdoor enthusiasts to avid travelers, anybody who needs an off-grid communication solution. When service is unreliable or unavailable, GoTenant is for you. And to be off the grid, I mean, I know a lot of people would like that. Just in general principle. There's nothing wrong with it. If you think about all the recent catastrophes, weather-related and and wildfires and the horrific events, of course, in Vegas, the ability to communicate with loved ones is invaluable, especially when communication towers are down or jammed. Right now, when you go to GoTenna.com, G-O-T-E-N-N-A.com, and use the promo code PAT15, you get 15% off your order of two, four, or eight packs. So don't wait until you need it to act. Visit GoTenant.com today and save 15% when you use the promo code PAT15. So my name and then 15 for 15%. Yeah. GoTenant.com. That's GoTenant.com. Brad Staggs joins us now. I came by to tell you uh, what ruined my trip to Mexico. Okay. Back in April. Earwax. I mean, a lot of people would say <laughs> the water, ruined your trip? but earwax ruined my wow. trip. I'm wow. not kidding. When we got down there, I it's think really it was gross. the second day, I was cleaning mm-hmm. my ear with a Q-tip, which you should, mm-hmm. by the way, never do. And suddenly, I could not hear out of my left ear. Because <laughs> you was, jammed all the wax Because I jammed in. everything mm-hmm. deep That's down great. inside. Pick. Had I known that time about Wax RX, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been miserable the rest of the uh, 
five day trip. Could have saved yourself a lot of grief. I could have. Mm-hmm. I and I did. I went to the drugstore. I tried one of the uh, the cheap solutions there, and it didn't work. And I eventually ended up having to go to the doctor, which is always amazing what they can get out of your ear. But the beauty of WaxRx is that it was developed by a doctor. It works instead of the, the ones you get at the drugstore. And the the key is the uh, the sprayer. It gives you the right amount of water pressure in your ear. It's a three step mm-hmm. system. You you soften the soften the wax. You mm-hmm. spray it, and then you have a there's a, a pH conditioner. Yeah, there's a couple of different things. Uh, you don't want the like like the fire pressure, like the right. hydrant pressure right. from a fire hose that can be that bad. Blows your right. eardrum through your brain. Exactly. You don't want that. No, that but then you don't want well. something so weak it doesn't get anything out right. of there. And this is the right amount. And this is the perfect yeah. amount. If you go to uh, usewaxrx.com, use uh, promo code radio, you get free shipping. I'm telling you, if you have, and a lot of people don't want to go to the doctor to get their ears clean. I get that. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Try this. Use WaxRx.com, promo code radio, get free standard shipping. And you will hear us much more clearly. Use WaxRx.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. 888-900-3393. It is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, We've been talking about a lot of things today, one of which is the Super Bowl halftime show. It's been named. uh, It's Justin Timberlake. Whatever. I love the NFL write-up on him, though, like like he's one of the greatest performers of all time. And maybe some people think he he is. is, I don't know. I mean, he's just not my cup of tea. You know, he's like a dance music guy. I'm not into dance music. That doesn't really, that that doesn't do it for me. Um, But the the NFL write-up is is amazing. Global superstar Justin Timberlake will headline the Pepsi Super Bowl 52 halftime show on NBC at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota. Uh, a multi-talented actor and musician, Timberlake has won 10 Grammys and numerous other awards. Born in Memphis, Tennessee, he rapidly became a highly respected musician, notwithstanding in sync. <laughs> they don't even mention winning two Grammys for his debut solo, uh, Justified. He was actually on, um, he was also on the Disney thing, the uh, All right. the Mickey Mouse Club. With Britney Spears. And he and Britney were an item for a long time. Uh, but anyway, they talk about his awards and his wide range of performances. Best male pop vocal performance. Best pop vocal. Best dance recording. Best music video. A gifted actor. Timberlake has also appeared in diverse films like Alpha Dog. Black Snake Moon. Or Moan. Black Snake Moan. Shrek the Third and The Social Network. That's the only one I've heard of. Good stuff. He's won four Emmys for Saturday Night Live appearances. Uh, and he's co-star of the new movie Wonder Wheel, which opens later this year. I've never heard of that either. Well, that sounds riveting, Wonder Wheel. And it's his third time performing. So I thought, you know, we could do better than that. Maroon 5 would be better than that. Uh, Michael Buble would be better than that. But yeah. So we're taking your suggestions. And we've got to talk about the... Uh, the GOP's tax plan just just seems to get worse and worse all the time. 
Uh, Charlie in Wisconsin, welcome to the Blaze. Hi there. Hey. I have got the show that they would be talking about for years. Okay. It's going to be the greatest show on earth that they ever saw. We'll have a reunion of all the Ringling Brothers elephants for halftime. <laughs> and make sure they're fed well. <laughs> so I love it. Is this a Jeffy reference or um, <laughs> why would it be a, why would nothing it be a, would be happier to me than to see a bunch of elephants yeah. running through the stadium yeah. never great? Minnesota. That would be great. Thanks, Charlie. Appreciate it. Again, I ask, why would it be a... No, I, I might have misunderstood what he was saying. He was saying, talking about I, bringing in the circus. The elephants, yeah. The Ringling Brother and Barnum and Bailey Circus that have yeah. discontinued. Right. In fact, the circus itself. circus itself is over. Gone. Have a nice day. Yeah. And you know why? Because nobody likes it and nobody goes anymore. So maybe not exactly right for the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, I'm not sure. But I just, for a minute, I don't know what it was about that. that I thought maybe he was referencing you. Uh, appearing at the Super Bowl halftime but show. But he was talking about the elephants. But then, yeah, I realized he was talking about elephants. <laughs> you, <did. laughs> you can always tweet us at Pat Unleashed, uh, hashtag uh, tell Pat. And uh, we have uh, uh, Trav Watkins is a little a little wound up. Uh, you convinced me to use Wax RX so I can hear better. Then you play Bob Dylan. I want my wax back. <laughs> <laughs> Now we've had some requests for you know people have mentioned Rush, uh, the you know the band Rush uh, for halftime at the Super Bowl. Oh, and uh, also we had uh, one mention Foreigner as well. Foreigner was in there. Foreigner, uh, Foreigner's a good idea, and nobody would ever say, "Hey, how about Foreigner?" I don't think the NFL would even think of that. For some reason, I don't I don't know what it is. Well, they're not in the Hall of Fame. Why aren't they in the Hall of Fame though? Why? Is I mean, Foreigner not in the Hall of Fame? It's a good question. I, I Eighty mean, I, million albums sold, hit after hit after hit. I mean, it's a it's a great band. Do you you like Foreigner? Right? Oh, Pat! No, shut up. There's me right. and Foreigner. Shut up. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The oh, sad part of that is though, Lou Graham's not with the band anymore. They got some guy that kind of sounds like him. You know. Yeah, but for the Super Bowl, Lou would come back. I bet he would. Right? Yeah, I bet he would. Plus, maybe we get him a deal where it's the Super Bowl and they get the Hall induction at the half. No, that would be cool. Come on now. That would be cool. That would be worthy. Yeah, it would. Since it's not going to happen. 933.93. No, it isn't. Oh, with your suggestion. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. It's kind of an interesting comment from Jimmy Carter. Somewhat surprising. They uh, they got the five living former presidents all together. This was for, was this for hurricane relief? Yes, down in Texas A&M. Yeah. yeah uh, they were, I mean, they were all there. Give them credit. And so, interesting quote from Carter. He said, I think the media have been harder on Trump than any other president certainly I've known about. That's, wow. Right? Yeah, that's a pretty big admission. Uh, Carter added that he thought the media feel free to claim that Trump is mentally deranged and everything else without hesitation. 
wow. Coming from a you know, know guy like Jimmy Carter, that's pretty amazing. One thing we've all, you know, that's one thing that we did say about, uh, we believed about Jimmy Carter, um, no matter his philosophical beliefs, was that he was still an American, though. Yes. I mean, yeah, we never thought he was anti-American. Yes. Where we may have thought that about other presidents since. We have, and we did. We do. Um, He also said, I don't think there's any evidence that what the Russians did changed enough votes or any votes. That's I, this is amazing from Jimmy Carter. He said his wife Rosalind disagreed with him before he added, "We voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary." <laughs> yeah, not surprising. You know, uh, I was trying to be nice to him, but never mind. I, I know. Well, he's ninety-three years old now, uh, so who cares? Let him think what he wants. Well, he might be. Uh, Carter also said he doesn't believe the current president's America First strategy is out of step with the larger world. And he doesn't believe it's spoiling international relations. <laughs> is it? Wait, is this Jimmy Carter, the 39th president of the United States? Is it that Jimmy Carter? The guy who was a peanut farmer? Wait, or is this just some guy who works at 7-Eleven that likes Trump? <laughs> That's a, This is amazing. He said, well, he might be escalating it, but I think that precedes Trump. The United States has been the dominant character in the whole world and now we're not anymore, and we're not going to be. Russia's coming back, and India and China are coming forward. Carter also said he's willing to go to North Korea. Oh, that's what we need. Jimmy Carter to go to North Korea on a diplomatic mission. Hasn't he been there before? <clears throat> yeah, I think he has. Yeah, he's, he's, he does this kind of stuff. I don't know what they'll do, he said of North Korea, because they want to save their regime, and we greatly overestimate China's influence on North Korea. Yeah, I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. Particularly Kim Jong-un. He's never, so far as I know, been to China. Well, that, that doesn't mean anything that he hasn't been there. He called the dictator unpredictable, which, of course, yes, that's not exactly a stunning statement. <laughs> in, uh, in September, Carter expressed optimism that Trump might break a legislative logjam with his six-month deadline for Congress to address the immigration status of 800,000-plus U.S. residents who were brought to the country illegally as children. Uh, he, he said that the pressures and the publicity that Trump has brought to the immigration issue could even yield comprehensive immigration reform. And that's true. It is true. And it might not be the kind of reform that I would like to see. That's for sure. Uh, so, anyway, pretty interesting from Jimmy Carter. Also... They're unveiling some of the prototypes uh, of the wall that they're going to build. Yeah. Have you seen that? Eight companies I, have been commissioned. I was hoping to have the uh, – I, I meant to send the uh, video of the uh, of the walls because they had uh, some drone coverage of all the prototypes. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, some of them, you know, look nice. They look like they're nice walls, but – They're beautiful. Uh, they're big, beautiful walls. They're beautiful walls with a beautiful door uh, in it to come through legally is they're beautiful built by some of the finest americans built yeah, with some the, of the, the the most incredible finest. americans they're incredible americans with a beautiful but, wall <laughs> and uh actually the designs were nice no they, they were they were nice but they were nice i was amazed at how much it costs what was the I estimate was, you saw because uh, uh, the latest i've heard is 12 billion yeah so that's a lot 
That's a lot of money. But I'm willing they're to saying, pay it. They're saying no way. If that 20. secures the border, they're saying twenty yeah, billion. I think the last one was was wow. There's no way they don't think they could get it done for under twenty. And that's probably true. But it, whatever it costs, it's worth it. If it secures the border, let's secure the border. Could we do that, please? Then we'll deal with all the ancillary problems afterwards. Let's secure the border. Yeah, we've got to, we've got to pick a beautiful wall first. Yes, and there's four <laughs> designs that uh, are all beautiful. One of them has spikes at the top. I like that one. <laughs> I do too. Like that, that would be. Oh, what was there was more than four, wasn't there? No, I t- I thought there were four, and they were all thirty feet high at least. I mean, they, thirty them. feet high. Yeah, they're big. And like I said, the one had spikes at the top of it. So that would be very hard to climb over the top of. Yes, it would. And that's kind of the point, I think. So also, Maxine Waters was at a big LGBTQIA plus event over the weekend. And she got a little carried away with with talking about Donald Trump. Here's what she had to say. Wow. What wow. a moving evening this is i am sitting here listening watching absorbing thinking about ali even though i never met him and with this kind of inspiration i will go and take trump out tonight wow really so ridiculous and listen to the lemmings in the audience cheering that so you've just said that you're going to take out the president. Is that a threat to kill him? Because when you say, I'm going to take out somebody, you're either taking them out to dinner or a movie, uh, which I doubt she's intending to do, or you're talking about killing them. If that was me that said that about Barack Obama, oh my gosh. I'd be off the air, thing one, off the air. And so would Glenn... Jeffy, Stu, any of us would be gone. And the Secret Service would be knocking on our door. Is the Secret Service knocking on Maxine Waters' door? I doubt it. I haven't heard as much. That's absolutely, first of all, asinine to say. And secondly, how can you get away with that? You're a U.S. Congress person, and you're talking about taking out the President of the United States. That's just completely unacceptable. It's unacceptable. You can't do that. Uh, she can for some reason. Well, she absolutely can. And it's just it's Maxine. He's just that's unbelievable. Take out the president. Wow. Now we need to get some of these uh, officials out of office, like just about everybody in the Republican Party who's in there because they're so inept. They're so bad. We've got, we've got a majority in the House and the Senate and the presidency. And the best we can get is, you know, a couple of points off of the tax percentages. The Republicans on the House Ways and Means Committee engaged in a high-pressure, high-stakes tax policy rewrite are now exploring not cutting the income tax rate for people who earn a million dollars or more per year because they can't defend it for some reason. They can't defend. L- look, these people are already paying... when you include the Obamacare tax, it's almost 45% on your income just from the federal government. Then whatever you pay in state and local taxes, it's well over half, well over 50% of your income is being taken now. Is that okay? No, that's not okay. And if you, you can't defend that policy, 
that, look, nobody should have over 50% of their pay going to the federal government. That's just wrong. But right now, the marginal tax rate for anyone who makes 418000 or more per year is 39.6%. The Republicans opening secretly negotiated uh, uh, plan for months now and endorsed by Trump would have cut the highest tax rate to 35. So it goes 39.6 to 35%, 3.6 percentage points, big deal. But now House Republicans thinking has changed under their current thinking. People who earn between 418 and $999,999 will be in a lower tax bracket and those earning a million or more will not be so you're not giving a tax break to the wealthiest millionaire americans the billionaires the three families who don't need it they don't need that kind of money it's amazing how we've allowed that to be an actual discussion well okay you're right they don't nobody needs that kind of money that's not the point (laughs) it's not it doesn't matter how much they need it's how much have they earned How much have they worked hard their whole lives to get where they are today? Then they'll tell you, well, the wealth was probably inherited. It's like 20% of people have inherited their wealth. 80% have earned their own. And damn the grandfather, uncle, great-grandfather, grandmother, father, mother that worked hard and saved their money and said, you know, I'm going to give what I have saved to my children. Yeah, how dare you give it to your posterity. let them live a life. How dare you give it to your posterity. Right. Your family. How dare you keep they that in the family. They don't need that. No, what? the government needs yeah. that. And the way they sell that is, no, it's going to the poor people. We're going we're gonna to redistribute that wealth to the poor people. Is okay. it? Uh, First of all, I don't believe in Marx's principles like redistribution of wealth. Secondly, you're so inept. That's none of that money is going to make it to anybody who's poor, anybody who's struggling, anybody who actually needs the money. The million dollar bracket plans haven't been finalized, could change this week and probably will. Uh, The potential blowback, if the committee Republicans ultimately decide not to cut the income tax rate for million dollar earners, a lot of the Republican donor class and Reaganomics community will feel betrayed. Uh, Grover Norquist was quoted for this story. He says, I understand compromise, but why compromise with the sin of envy? This isn't the, if this isn't the dumbest idea I've ever heard of, but it is in the top 20. Norquist argues that this won't placate Democrats, and nothing does. He's, I mean, he's right about that, but no tax cut is going to placate Democrats. They will charge that Trump's tax overhaul is just designed for the wealthiest Americans. We hear it a billion times a day. Meanwhile, one administration official said Trump doesn't really care about the issue. I think that's probably true. He basically thinks they, the rich people, are fine. And he believes they don't care much about the individual rate so long as they get all the other goodies like the corporate tax rate and expensing. Yeah, I I don't agree with that. Of course they care about the tax rate. Nobody wants 50% of their income stolen from them. So the House expects to pass the Senate budget this week. Then right after that, uh, they'll probably start in on the tax cut bill. House Republicans are making no secret of the fact that they dislike 
Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin. They call him Gary Cohn, him and Gary Cohn, the Democrats. Don't expect either one of them to have much lobbying power with conservatives. Uh, and, you know, how can they when they will not produce a plan that is actually substantial, is actually a good tax cut? They're just not doing it. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you here. 888 Gray Unleashed. Over the weekend at the box office, it, oh, went, yeah, about, it went about like they said it was going to. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Perry's Boo 2, a Medea Halloween, earned 21.6. That's a little bit lower than they thought. I think they thought, they figured around 28. Yeah, they were talking close to 30. Geostorm made a little bit more. They said 10 to 12. It made 13.3 million. But they think it will lose one hundred million dollars for wow. its run. That's how wow. much it cost, you know, to to make and to market. Wow, thirteen point three million when it costs that much to make. Oof, that's not good for them. Man. Number number three was Happy Death Day. I don't know anything about yeah. that, but that made nine point three million. That's up to forty million. Just a horror movie. Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is at seventy four million altogether now. I still want to see that. That's three weeks, and it. It cost $150 million to make. That's going to lose a lot of money, too. It, is that just U.S., though? Yeah. That's got to be. Yeah, that's I, not the worldwide take. Be huge. Um, the global doesn't help them as much as the domestic because they get less of the percentage from the global take, uh, which is interesting. I didn't know that, that until recently. Interesting. I, you know what? I remember you saying that now, but yeah. they still, even if they get a smaller percentage, I mean. Yeah, it still helps. It, yeah. There's no question. Only the Brave was number five. The Foreigner, six. It is still in the top 10 at $3.5 million, wow. $320 million since it came out. That's a big hit. It sure is. The Snowman, I don't know what Another that's Another horror about. movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Is it about a snowman that kills? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it about a snowman that kills? <laughs> is it about a snowman that kills? It's not really, is it? You don't know. Do okay. You? you don't know. Just admit it. <laughs> that's you what don't it is. Know. I've seen the previews. That's what I think it is. American Made. That's the Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. Hanging in there at three point one million, it's made forty five point five, and it cost fifty million. Still to make. though, it only cost fifty million, so they're just just gonna. I mean, Tom could write a check and even it out, but uh, that's still, whew, that's not good. At number ten is Kingsman: The Golden Circle. Actually, it looks pretty good, but those movies have not done very well. No, it's only at ninety four point five in its run, and it cost one hundred and four million to make. Jeez, wow. I mean the the making movies the old fashioned way is over. Uh, it looks like it. Yeah, it looks like it. There's a also with all this sexual harassment stuff. There's a director who left Hollywood. His name is Paul Haggis. He did the movie Crash and Million Dollar Baby. So he's done some really oh. good, highly acclaimed movies. He said many of the established rules of big budget show business should be reexamined in the light of the box office receipts. And how far they've fallen. Yeah. And the scandalous claims and revelations uh, that are coming out. 
He said, Los Angeles is a town run by a group of powerful corporations, the studios, and they inevitably want to make what they know they can sell. This means they often lag a few years behind creatively. A reliance on sci-fi and youth franchise reboots is not enough, he said. I love comic book movies, but we, but do we want a, a diet of only that? No. No, we do not. It's about money, of course. The studios have to make more than they did last year, so we have Fast and Furious number whatever. Haggis wrote the screenplay for Casino Royale, as well as letters from Iwo Jima from Clint Eastwood and Flags of Our Fathers. This is a pretty... Wow. Yeah. He's a pretty decent heavyweight guy. And he says, uh, L.A. is a pretty much one industry town and conversations become quite circular. In New York, I talk instead of to neuroscientists, bakers, and restaurateurs. He believes that Hollywood is over. I, I, I believe that, too. He Look. believes because of the scandal and whatever else is going on. That they're pretty well finished. Look, we've look, we, we've all changed the way we view things, right? And we talked about uh, we talked about the discovery. Mean, when you have Discovery Channel and Netflix creating ten part series on the Unabomber, and you can sit down the the manhunt, mm-hmm. right? And 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 you watch it's tremendous. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. But when you can sit down and watch those and and binge watch those, I mean that's damn near a movie or more than a movie. Oh, it's a lot right? more I mean, than a movie, yeah. Right, right. But I'm just saying you're, you're involved in it, and you're involved in it at your own time, in your own home, eating your own crackers, mm-hmm. and I get to watch a longer version of what you could put together in three hours, and I could go see it at a theater. Uh, no thanks. I'll stay home. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm uh, distracted by this. Uh... I know. you. That's my, one of my favorite commercials. <laughs> I'm no, hashtag, I'm no angel. <laughs> one of my favorite commercials. I guess yes. we're supposed to pretend that we all like that. And I, it's supposed to be great, and that's wonderful. And all these women are proud of their bodies, despite the fact that they're, you know, 5'3 and 300 pounds. dare you. And they're in lingerie. You hateful <laughs> bastard. Are you I'm sorry. Me? I just, I'm you're not, not, you're not into it. I don't. You, like it, but I guess they're Is not. Is your microphone still on? They're not selling to me, and you. I suppose you're supposed to. Yay! Good for <laughs> you. That's right. You show and we that all, flesh. Listen, we all must embrace it. We Does anybody want to see Jeffy in a speedo? It. Nobody wants that. And no, yet if but you, if I had lingerie like they have, I uh, mean, I might be able to pull it off. Just saying, but we all have to embrace it. Yeah, we right? do. We have to We're embrace it. I mean, to, yeah. every show, we 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 watch every show. Um, a Project One Way is a, a perfect yeah. example. They're doing. Are they getting the, bigger girls too? This, I have to this just season. Let is, me just let me just say this. Hashtag me neither. I me neither. I don't want to see that either. Hashtag me neither applies to this as well. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. Are yeah. You, Hashtag. Are you, I don't want to see it. <laughs> And I want to say, I want to correct uh, correct you. There were eight, eight prototypes of the wall. Okay, uh, I said are, there were four. In San Diego. There there's six companies, that. and there's eight prototypes, and they have to be done in a couple of days. The 26th of this month is the final day. Each one of them costs between three hundred and twenty thousand and four hundred and eighty-six thousand dollars. Just for that for one piece of wall. Wow. Wait. Yes. I mean, it's maybe 
six feet wide and thirty feet tall, and that's four hundred thousand dollars. When they go along oh. the when they go along the video wow. of, of all the of all the prototypes, um, the one at the very end, uh, the way the video is, the, the the one at the very end is like half the size of all the others. That's the one that's probably going to get picked. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. Probably, it's sad. They 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 look great. I mean, it'll, it'll only cost us twenty or. $30 billion. And actually, when I say cost us, I mean cost Mexico. So I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> yes, that's because Mexico is going to pay for this. Clearly, world. they're going to pay for it. Our president has said so. Even though they've said, no, we're not going to pay for it. We have no intention of doing that. Uh, they are. Yeah, they're gonna, our, they're our president has said they will. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> Wait till they find out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just agonizing. It really is. It is. And I wish, I, I really do think that Hollywood needs to rethink everything they're doing. And then I don't know, I, this may force their hand, right? I mean, who's the guy who's doing these really cheap horror movies? What's his name? Yes. Jason, or is it Jason? Uh, Bomb, Bra- Braun, Jason something you or other. Anyway, he's got a bunch of hits. And they all cost around, you know, five to $10 million. Yep. And they all bring in a hundred million or here's, more. Here's, here's an idea. And he love if he loves the idea. Here's your money. Go make the movie. You right. Have this amount. Go make the movie. Right. And if it's good, it goes to the theaters. Everybody makes a bunch of money. If it's not that great, it just gets released to DVD or gets released to the movie channels or Netflix or whatever, and they make their money back, and we're good. And more companies are going to have to go to that model. They're going to have to. In the days of just throwing two hundred million dollars at a movie. Are probably over because it's not working for them. No, not it's just working. Not working. At all. Like this Geostorm thing cost 120 million to make, and when it only brings in 13 million its first weekend, <sighs> and it's only down from there. You know, it'll right. probably be cut in half or more by next week because it's a terrible movie. Well, the word on the street will be so monumental that it'll grow. Uh, except for no, <laughs> that won't happen. But you can always dream in Hollywood, <laughs> and you they always do. Dream. And they do. Uh, all right, Triple <laughs> Eight. 93393. We will uh, be back tomorrow. We didn't get to this Nancy Pelosi thing appearing on MSNBC, answering why her seat is not even in contention because she's so good and so powerful and so wonderful. Uh, we'll get into that tomorrow as well as much more on Pat Gray Unleashed. Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.